Hello, beautiful people. It is Overreaction Monday, September 12th, 2022, and this glorious day shall begin right now. Football is all the way back. We, uh... We've been eager and yearning for this particular overreaction Monday for a long time. Mm-hmm. Through a lot of different leagues, a lot of different sports, a lot of different situations, a lot of other conversations. But today we get a chance to react to an entire Sunday slate of NFL football, let alone also a banana land weekend in college football, one of which that I was very lucky to be a part of. When you look at the NFL, though, the way we're sitting on this overreaction Monday, September 12th, 2022, 15 teams' fan bases are happy because their team's undefeated. 15 teams' fan bases are absolutely defeated. Miserable. We stink again. Our season is over. And two teams' fan bases are undefeated and sharing the lead of their division. That would obviously be the Colts and the Texans who went on to battle in an ever-thrilling fucking tie yesterday. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about. There were some miraculous wins. There was big-time kicks. There was people playing other positions and doing things fantastically. There was miraculous plays. There was magic. There was a new helmet debuted that looked like a guardian cap as a helmet, a Power Rangers-type situation that was on a couple different star players and met into pay dirt a few times. The storylines are in abundance. One of which was the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Cincinnati. And not just Mike Tomlin doing his dance afterwards, put that shit on Mike Tomlin in the locker room afterwards. But Minka Fitzpatrick will join us one hour and 26 minutes from now. He had a pick six, obviously a blocked game-winning kick, and he accounted for 14 tackles yesterday. Just got paid, and that Steelers defense who lost a dog. And T.J. Watt and an unfortunate uh, peck injury. He was on pace to have another defensive MVP season. He had uh, one sack, what? three tackles for loss, what? an interception, what? Uh, and was going to go on to probably have a back-to-back defensive MVP-like season. Instead, we assume he is going to be out for the year with a peck tear, one of which he diagnosed while he was walking off the field. So Cam Hayward, Hightower, and Minka Fitzpatrick, are going to have to do their thing for the rest of the season. If Pittsburgh wants to go on a run, can't wait to chat with him. In the third hour, we'll have Ian Rappaport. Hopefully by then he'll have all the updates on all the injuries around the league to some star players. We obviously just chatted about TJ. Right. Right. Prescott's on that list. Mm -hmm. There are others. George Kittle missed a game. Did that affect the Niners yesterday? Should we be judging Trey Lance as accurately as we should be? They were in a monsoon. Didn't have all their weapons. The Bears somehow get a win to start the season. Ranked 32 out of 32 on Dan Zeus's power rankings. They get a dub from a team that's been to a Super Bowl and an NFC championship within the last three years. And they have the quarterback on the roster who's got them there. He was not playing yesterday. They lost in a terrible game. Nobody should talk about him potentially being the starter. And that's not going to become a conversation for the entire season like we potentially (laughs) predicted. But there's a lot going on. And hopefully Rapport will be able to update for that. uh, Us on all of that. The toxic table here. At Ty Schmidt. At Boston. Connor, fucking losers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Bad> losers. <laughs> losers. <laughs> On this overreaction Monday, what would we be if we didn't say, well, Patriots are dead. 
Packers are dead. <laughs> Ty, I'll let you go first. The Packers yesterday did not look great, but no. this is not the first time the Packers have looked awful in the first game of the NFL season. Yeah, it's almost like you're just living in a twilight zone early in the season like this. You kind of just put it on repeat. Same thing happened last year. You know, it was Rodgers coming back late. Everyone said, hey, this guy fucking stinks, hates his teammates, doesn't want to be there, etc., etc. They looked really bad, and then what do they do? They bounce back. Water will find its level. I really did think Christian Watson dropped that mm. wide-open TD on, the, on their Packers' first offensive play of the season. He catches that. I think that game might be much different. And also, you know, I mean, Justin Jefferson just kills them time and time and time and time He's again. He's so good at football. He's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy that, I mean, it's not like he was making, like, miraculous catches either. He was wide open. No one within 20 yards of him. You'd think that they'd account for him to ha- have a massive game. He did. It was just – it was bad from the beginning. They got a goal line. They didn't score. It was kind of like, you know, one bad thing after another happened. But ultimately – the Vikings might be very good, and I think the Packers are going to be just fine. Still think they're going to win the division. Packers are awesome to watch. Kevin O'Connell might be a goddamn mastermind over there for the Vikings because if you look back to the L.A. Rams on Thursday night, what they look? Not bad. very good. Shit. Not very they look good. bad. Hey, they look bad. bad. Really yeah. bad. And then Kevin O'Connell goes to the Vikings. Guess what they look like? Very good. Re- really? Yeah. They were sweet. Yeah. Fucking really. It was awesome to watch. Yeah. yeah. It was Very. a goddamn show. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, Justin Jefferson's this year's Cooper Cup. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a lot of fun to see. Sure. Yeah. And if they're, are they going to start doing Adam Thielen like Odell Beckham Jr. towards Feels the end like of the it. year? Feels like they're only yeah. going to. Yeah. yeah. The Vikings might be. Yeah. yeah. Dalvin go. Cook's and, pretty good. And we're overreacting because that's what we do. But I'd like to overreact to our lack of reaction to the Vikings going into the season. Now, everybody says all we do is hold the Packers water. Whoa. That's that all we do. Well, maybe we follow the Packers a little bit closer than most teams. We have their starting fucking quarterback on the show every <laughs> single week. We'd be fools and rude to all sports fans if we did not follow them closer. We should have paid attention to the Vikings a little bit more. Kevin O'Connell came on the show. He was awesome. He was. Thielen came on the show. He was fucking awesome. Was. Justin Jefferson came on the show. He was fucking awesome. True. Kirk Cousins came on the show. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Yes. We like the Minnesota Vikings. Sure. Big fans. Set merch. Thank you. Raise money. Raise yeah. money. If I die, I, I die. die. Kirk said, we yeah. sold shirts. We raised money. We did our things yeah. together. We should have a little bit more respect into these microphones for the Minnesota Vikings. And I think everybody around the NFL is going to have a lot more respect for the Vikings on these microphones because of what they did just mm-hmm. yesterday. That was awesome to watch. The Packers are going to find their stride, I think. That's kind of what the Packers do. They're young. Christian Watson gets to drop out of the way early. Yeah, sure, He's sure. going to forget about this first game at all. He's going to go on to do well. Yeah. That's what everybody's thinking. But the Vikings might go on to become a historic fucking team. Oh, yeah. Not only in the NFC North, but for their franchise. They looked unbelievable. Speaking of looking unbelievable... How about the new coaches? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New coaches. I think they were like 4-0, brand new coaches yeah. in new places or whatever. Uh, total of new coaches. If you talk about McDaniels and uh, I think Lovey, Lovey Smith, who's mm-hmm. been a head coach before, very successful weekend, like 5-2-1 and one or something yeah. like that, yeah. I believe is uh, new coaches in new places for week one. Um, that nerd down there in Miami mm. who yeah. smokes more <laughs> weed than me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this guy might be unbelievable. Mm -hmm. This guy might be an absolute stallion. Mm -hmm. This guy might have those boys down there in Miami believing. Or are the Patriots fucking dead? He said, Bill Belichick said it in his overreaction Monday. Anybody that's watching this clip out of context, no, we know, okay? Uh, We understand what you are saying here. But that is a conversation of the Patriots done. The offense has looked abysmal from the beginning, has been chatted about being abysmal from the beginning. Who's calling plays? Does it matter if they look like shit all the time? Maybe 
maybe the reason why we're not hearing who's calling plays is because the person doesn't want to be blamed for how mm-hmm. terrible that fucking offense looks mm-hmm. at this particular point. Bill Belichick said, we're not judging teams right now. Judge them week four or five, maybe even sure. six. Yeah. So there's a lot of time to grow. We understand Bill Belichick's a super genius. Has he lost his touch? And this Dolphins team was fucking oh, yeah. awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Fourth and seven with the as Tyreek Hill so gently put with his pit vipers in the cojones on McDaniel yeah. for going for it on that fourth and seven to kind of put that game away. Are the Miami Dolphins for real? Are the Patriots dead? Well, no. Connor, it's close to your heart. How do you feel? I mean, I definitely think the Miami Dolphins are for real. I mean, when you look at what they did yesterday, their defense is unbelievable. And I know, you know, who knows who's calling players for the Patriots. The only touchdown they scored, Ty Montgomery caught the ball and barrel rolled into the end zone. Hey. So it was a nice little, you know, play. But no, I think the Patriots will figure it out. Even with Brady historically in September, they are not a great football team. I think the best start they ever had was when Randy Moss was on the guy. Goddamn Patriots, which was you know fifteen years ago probably, but the Dolphins are a good team. Tyreek Hill waddles a stud, and now he's getting the number. Tyreek is still faster than everybody. Oh yeah, he's still. It's fun. It's fun to know that though, you know, because as this world continues to spin faster than ever before, right? True. Faster than ever before, Slow it down. ever before. You'd have to think that if we're walking in the same direction as whichever the way the Earth <laughs> spins, humans are moving at a faster rate than we ever have in the past. True. That's just science. Yeah. If you're on a little treadmill and you're on a little speed burst like Sonic the Hedgehog has, sure. which is what our Earth has become because it's spinning faster than it's ever been before, you would have to assume that humans now, if you're going in the same direction as that, are going much faster than the slow-ass, fucking basic-ass, regular-ass, Earth-spinning, rotation-speed of the people of the past. Yeah, that sound. That makes sense. Right? Yeah, sure. And every time that this fast earth spins around the globe, you get older, your muscles might get a little bit uh, slower, your bones might get a little bit more brittle. The earth is spinning faster than ever, and Tyreek Hill is faster than he's ever been still at this point. He went down to Miami. There was a couple moments yesterday, the old classic Tyreek Hill in a phone booth type shit. Exactly. That should become an entire segment that we should think about doing with NFL Films. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, due to supply chain... (laughs) Yep. We were not able to get any any footage right. mm-hmm. from the games yesterday. Mm-hmm. Evergreen. From NFL Films. Could have been our fault. Could have been their fault. Sure. Could have been, you know, a mix of anything. Due to supply chain. Supply chain issues. We were not able to get any place. Yeah. So, um, because, you know, we operate on the internet, we uh, we will obviously just go to Twitter, uh, search yep. whatever play we need yep. and we'll pull it up and we'll stream it off somebody's Twitter account so Perfect. the process I believe would be stealing the footage but we've already put in for the footage Correct. in the actual yeah. fashion supply chain can't get the footage here so we will be you know still going back to our you know yeah. our, our roots, roots. roots yeah. that's right yeah. that's never change okay never, the more things change like the earth spinning faster the more they stay the same right. we shall steal the footage off of Twitter but we we bought technically it technically paid for it else. Yeah. right so we should, at some point, put together a collection of plays of Tyreek Hill in a phone booth. That shit's still happening. Yeah. I mean, he is still that. Jalen Waddle on that fourth and seven, obviously that's what everybody's going to remember. But he's going to reap the benefits of Tyreek being there. Sure. Just like Tyreek's going to reap the benefits of Waddle being there. And it seems like McDaniel's beloved down there. A lot of hugs, mm-hmm. a lot of, hey, how you doing, keep it moving. The way he talks, too, it's not even like he's trying to be fake, the rah-rah head coach guy. Yeah. I like the Dolphins a lot. I think... We should have a moment of silence for those 13 fucking cars in the parking lot. Oh, house. my yeah. God. They were just parked there, weren't they? Just hanging mm-hmm. out. Waiting for their 
either renters or owners mm -hmm. to come back from a glorious football game in 105 degree weather. That's mm -hmm. right. They'd be watching a game where the Miami Dolphins would beat Bill fucking Belichick. Hard Rock City. But those cars, when they least expected it, heard a <laughs> some jackass put their grill under their car. Man. The grill was still burning. Kingsford? What? Probably. Best charcoal in the game. Too good. Too good. Caught the gas tank. No. Just turned that car into a bomb in of itself. No. No. Which then exploded me in 11 other cars. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Three alarm fire <laughs> took place in the middle of a parking lot in the middle of a game. That's right. No. None of the owners of those cars were told. Fins to the left. Fins to the right. We're the only thing. We got a team. Yeah. Oh. We got a team, too. McDaniel, good vibes. Tyreek. We did it. Oh, my God. What the fuck happened to our car? What is that? It's gone. Yeah. What the, was anybody going to tell us? We figured you'd find out. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace to all those cars out yeah. there that got blown up. And we're happy nobody got hurt. Thank so you for your service, car. Yeah, you're going to have to walk home, though. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Call God, over. Sorry about it. And it's going to take a long time. That was fucking wild. That yeah. was crazy. Can't imagine. I couldn't even fathom it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because it's Overreaction Monday, we obviously have a, uh, a side we covered some of those things. What we should chat about is specifically right now with the man in the cowboy hat, one half of the hammer, Dad. Cowboys, my college football professor at yeah. Tone Diggs, the Steelers walk out of Cincinnati with a win. Now, mm -hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers were at plus 950 to win the AFC North just yeah. a week ago. Those odds are going to change mm -hmm. after what just took place at the reigning AFC champions has the Cincinnati Bengals. The defense looked unstoppable. Yep. You lose TJ, who, Why? who is an absolute dog. The show's rehearsed and scripted, obviously. Yep. So that is going to cause a little bit of a ripple effect on the defensive side, especially for the other side. Might not be as many single blocks out there. Yep. The defense should be able to survive, should be able to keep it moving. What did you learn about the Pittsburgh Steelers that I didn't know? This is what I knew. Chris Boswell kicked the ball 95 yards and hit the Boss. upright. Mm -hmm. Okay, that he hit that ball so fat. Normally, that particular ball, the way he hit it, is going way left. Mm -hmm. Instead, and you can almost see Boz, as soon as he hits it, he thinks it's a miss. And then he sees it kind of drifting back, and he goes, oh, shit, might have stole one here. This is awesome. And then it booms off there, and he goes, of course. Of course you could have just go in. Why not? They go to overtime, missing long snapper on the Cincinnati Bengals side, Clark Harris, 38-year-old G, by yeah. the way. Love him. He's been through our <laughs> office. Of program, yeah. Friend of the program. Good dude. Hurts his tit, I believe, in warm-ups. Oh, no. That's going to affect the upside-down quarterback that is a long snapping. The Steelers were able to take advantage of that on numerous occasions. Mitch didn't look bad. Chase Claypool had a couple big catches as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan you got to be very happy going into this season and Tomlin at the beginning of the video people have only seen Tomlin maybe doing the dancing part sure. at the beginning he's coming in yeah. Yeah. and you're know, like rapping mm -hmm. yeah. 
That team, Black Air Force One mentality. Yep. And a lot of the whites didn't fully understand what that meant. Black Air Force is walking in. You can normally tell what type of human this is. <laughs> the decisions that have been made in the past and what is going to happen yeah. potentially if shit was to get stirred up a little bit. Always go eyes down for the Air Forces. See the Black Air Forces. <clears throat> it's a meme. Probably not every single Black Air Force wearer person you've ever seen. But there's a good chance if something starts to pop off and you see those moving and they're coming in your direction, <laughs> you're in trouble, not them. Yeah. And that is just kind of what Tomlin wants in that team. Team. Not everybody counts them out. They have a top fucking five defense uh, out at this point. How do you feel about the Steelers, Tom? First and foremost, I will say this. Um, the great coach Herman Boone said it's about Gary Bertier. You cannot replace the TJ Watt as a player or a person. Okay. Rest in peace to, the le- uh, rest in peace to his left hit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, you know, just like the TJ's got to be so bummed. Oh, yeah, it's devastating. Dude, whole, so good. Whole defense. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was jumping. And it looked like he, you know those videos of guys jumping out of pools? Yeah. That's what he fucking yeah. looked like when he was jumping up the block. Now, I think offensive line for Cincy, huh? Great. Gonna have to figure that out. Still sucks. Joey Burrow has been sacked 24 times in the last four, four games. games. Do yeah. the math, not good. They paid some money. TJ was doing his thing. Him jumping, though, like he was jumping out, and then just being a problem, I don't know how you stop that. Like, I, I don't know how you stop that. And I guess the only way is yeah, tear his tear head off. Tear his head off. That guy was – man, I'm bummed for TJ right He's now. an absolute fucking monster. And you can't replace him at all. Um, luckily, right before the season started, they traded for a guy from the Broncos, Malik Reed, who is an edge rusher. Alex Highsmith had three sacks on the other side yesterday. That probably has a lot to do with getting singled up because of TJ Watt. Um Mitch did not play bad. Now, this is, the offense kind of looks similar to last year where they cannot run the ball to save their lives. Oh, you guys are blaming Ben for that. Remember? Yeah, Ben's right. arm ain't yeah. good enough. Yeah. He's not doing enough bopping. He ain't got the strength in his forearms to throw the ball further than five yards down the field. That's right. He's scared to get hit, so he's throwing the ball quick out of there. Mm-hmm. doing. Maybe that's just Canada's offense. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You, you know I was not putting any blame on seven. I was putting all the blame on Canada. So yeah, right, I right. have not changed that tune at all. Deontay made huge, huge catches. What? Claypool made some plays. Uh, Muth. I mean, that guy is an absolute problem. I would love to see them go over the middle a little bit more instead of just outside the numbers on every fucking play. Um, but if you can get Cam up the middle was still an absolute monster. If you could get, I don't know, 25% of TJ's production, maybe. I think they'll still be fine because of Mink and all the other dogs that they have. I mean, we're going to have to go face Ed Henry and Bill Belichick next week, but uh-huh. uh, we will be fine, I Ed think. Ed Henry. The, uh, yeah, I'm right. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers get a big win in your trap, uh, I believe, is the, the – I mean, I'm very pumped to watch this Steelers They were team. flying around. They were ready to go. Yeah. Mike Tomlin can use, for one of the first times in a long time, Hey, everybody thinks we stink. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the way Tomlin is a motivator, I believe Tomlin is very well liked in the locker room. I think he's very well respected. And I don't think he's scared to talk shit, too. No. So, like, when people make mistakes and the type of guys they bring in there, like, I think he shit talks guys in yes. there in, like, a loving fashion, but he knows that it motivates them. Him, being, him having the arsenal to say, like, you stink. Like, yeah. this, is what, this is just what I'm telling Plus 950 to win. They had like the third or fourth longest odds in the entire NFL mm-hmm. to win their fucking yeah. division. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't, this is overreaction Monday. Tomlin had to fucking love all of it. Yep. He had to love all of it. Now, on the other side of the coin, Joey Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. They were the AFC champions last year. We fucking love Cincinnati. They're becoming mm-hmm. a company. They're becoming a business. Yeah. Yeah. They're selling so. sponsorship to their stadium. That's right. They're building an indoor practice facility. Mm-hmm. Yep. Joey Burrow came on this show last week. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. He's a guy. 
We know he's a guy. The man. Because in the moments where you have to be a guy to make a play, Joey Burrow has showed up and made a play. Mm-hmm. So you automatically have to go, ipso facto, this guy is a guy. Yeah. Are they ever going to let him live? I don't know. I mean, this is a tough, tough day to be a Cincinnati Bengal offensive line. Now, it's not as tough as the last four Sundays that Joey Burrow has had to play because he has been sacked 24 times <laughs> in the last four games. Jesus. This is a problem. And I'm, I'm saying this as somebody that had a front row seat to watch Andrew Luck. Congrats on Stanford Hall of Fame. Great yeah. Andrew. Andrew. Great speech to it. Great, great speech. Appreciate Andrew's always. Top tier, class, everything. I watched Andrew Luck battle and get his ass kicked and get beat up. And he never said a thing to anybody. Very similar to what Joey Burrow said, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with toughness and this is what football is yeah. and everything. And it's like, he has to say that. This is just like whenever a coach gets hired or a coach does something, they ask a player their thoughts. Like, well, they have to say, this is a fucking great, hey, he's a great coach. Love he this guy. Have to say it. If you don't, it's over. Joey Burrow feels, and Andrew Luck, I think, felt that he, this is what football is. But somebody has to go over there and say, hey, listen, this ain't how this shit go, okay? We got a guy. We need to protect this guy. There was a time he went down. I don't know if you saw it. Didn't slide, nope. but it was early in the game. Yes. Took a couple hits. He was scrambling for his life. He went down to a knee in mm-hmm. the back. And in my head, I was like, yes, we need, hey, more of that, Joey. Because until they get it figured out, and Joey Burrow, tough, Cool, has all the faith in the world and his people. He's probably going to talk up his offensive line. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to take blame for these sacks, yeah. which is classic, just like leader, what you would do. But they got to figure that shit out. I don't want to lose this guy. No. no. I, I, I love Joey Burrow. Who does? I love the Bengals. Yesterday's tough, though, especially at home. Now, you lose a long snapper, it changes the operation. A lot of people on the internet were telling me after I posted a video that, you know, it's because the long snapper's out, potentially why that kick got blocked by Minka, the extra point, that would have won the game for them immediately. Also, catch on a sideline in the end zone. Yeah. Not to, what are we doing? Yeah. What the hell is that? What, 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 Can't what, do it. <laughs> Coach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. They're not all the same. Okay? <laughs> not every white nerd that's coaching an Sorry, Ohio I just, NFL I confused team. the loser fucking organization. Yeah, sometimes. well, that's yeah, see, <laughs> fair. There it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a day for you, by the way. Yeah. Cleveland won though yesterday with they another did. kick. There was a lot of big time kicks. Huge. But the whole yeah, the fake snap. Right. The did. fake uh, spike is certainly a conversation. But the snapper, I think Minka <laughs> puts in great effort to go block that yeah. kick. But I think if an actual snapper's in the game, Clark's in the game, that ball's off and gone. It's going to be close a lot whenever people are bringing all-out pressures. That's just where I think much terrible blocking, terrible blocking. But I think there's sometimes that type of situation on kicks that we don't realize because the operation is so damn quick. And you're talking about 1.3 seconds, 1.25 seconds from snap to kick. So that's a very quick time to kind of see what's going on. You see a lot of pressure. People get close. All the fucking time. I mean, that is, you're talking about the yeah. number of footage and film that we could pull if we could figure out the supply it, chain yeah, we'll issues, get it with right. the NFL yeah. films. The sure. number of kicks we could pull that where the ball is like that close to somebody's hands, endless, actually endless. But this one, it hits the tip of his finger. There's no block. He comes in scot-free. But if it's a real operation, good find him. Good find here. Good find here. Good find here. But if, if this is an actual operation, I think that ball is off and the game's over. Then in overtime, it obviously affects them for the 29-yarder. Yeah. When the ball must get snapped over Huber's head, mm-hmm. Huber comes down. Uh, Money Mac has to completely move. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about the laces. Obviously, they're staring at him. And the laces are something that you have to account for because the ball, where the laces are, naturally, okay? Hey, let's go to class. 
Here we go. Let's get a class here. While your notebooks. It's in session. What you're looking at here is a standard American football. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't the Duke, the greatest of all balls. This is the baby Duke, the second best of all balls. Mm -hmm. The reason why we like this ball is because it is fatter. Okay, it is a little fatter. It's easy to catch and throw, and it's smaller. We love these balls. Love them. Ran into one of these balls, said we would like to order all of these yep. balls that you have. Because this is a great tailgating ball, good ball. Yes. Nonetheless, this ball, not the Duke, it's a baby. It's sold out, so this isn't like a promo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you can't find Can't find these fucking Supply balls. Chain. Yeah. Sorry, Bob. Supply chain, yeah. yeah. If we do find these balls again, I promise you we'll be trying to move them because everybody needs to have them. But this baby Duke, built like every other Duke or football created, comes together at the laces. The laces are actually a meaningful thing here. In the black inside also connected here so the reason why you don't want to kick the laces you want to kick over here because naturally this side's going to be harder you see it's going to be harder it's not going to be as soft as this side that'll wrap around your foot a little bit longer just a hair longer so then as you if you're a righty the ball wraps around your foot a little bit longer what's going to happen well that thing's going to probably pull and get slingshotted just like a golf shot if the ball ends up being on the the head of the club a little bit too long a turn it's going to go left so he was pretty much fucked from Jump Street. Now, some people can see the laces and adjust quickly and be able to get the ball off and aim a little bit right because they know the ball is probably going to pull a little bit. But with that, you can't do whenever there's a high snap and the ball is down because 1.25 seconds is the normal time. He's trying to get it off. Guys are coming through. He was fucked there. Now, yeah. make the kick, right? Yeah, I mean, fucking make the kick, though. 29, make the kick. You're... you're you're one of the greatest kickers of all time. Already, people are going to talk about your legacy forever. What he's telling himself right here should have made the kick. I am here just to let you know a lot of shit went into this on why he missed the kick. Mm -hmm. So not 100% Max fault. You hurt the snapper, you do that. Chris Boswell comes down and hits one. I mean, what a fucking game, dude. Um, dude it, but that was just like... The tip of it. Those 1 o'clock games, we had two in overtime. Obviously, one goes to a tie. Steelers-Bengals go down to the final seconds yep. of overtime. Yeah. There's games all across the board mm -hmm. that were getting tight late. Eagles-Lions right. oh, yeah. got tight sure. late. Oh, yeah. The San Francisco 49ers-Bears game was always like, eh, mm -hmm. what's going to happen Panthers. here? Browns-Panthers. Let's dive. Let's dive in. Falcon Saints will get there for sure. Let's dive into the Browns-Panthers. Yeah. Baker-Mayfield. Playing against his former team, the team that literally said, "Get the fuck, yeah. <laughs> hate you, okay, get the fuck out of here." Coach wouldn't say bye. He wouldn't confirm nor deny <laughs> yeah. whether or not he said goodbye. So hilarious. That guy went to Ivy League school. Mm -hmm. Very intelligent human. Very successful, and he's giving an answer. I, I don't know if I said goodbye. Can't remember. Think about how child. That's like third grade. Oh yeah. yeah. That's like third grade stuff. Ivy League graduate, head yep. coach in the NFL, genius, successful. How we doing? Did you say goodbye? Maybe you told me. Really hates Baker's guts. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing to me. It is awesome to me to think about the human side there. But yeah, Baker wins him a playoff game, turns the franchise around. That jersey was long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Long. Long. Long Cleveland Browns jersey. Manziel. That says all these goddamn names. Johnny Manziel's on that list. Brady Quinn's on yeah. that list. Tim Koch. Tim Koch is on it. Brandon Whedon. Jeff Garcia. Boyer. Boyer. Garcia. Derek Anderson. Anderson. Did we say Manziel? Yeah, yeah. that's how this whole thing started. <laughs> Number one. But you're right. Tyrod Taylor. Everybody's on that thing. Goes down to goddamn Achilles. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. This quarterback comes in, shows a little flash of light. He lets him drink a little Bud Light in his first right. game there. They weren't allowed to drink Bud Light until they won a game. They didn't win until Baker Mayfield came in on Thursday night and won him a game. City's going crazy. We're doing it. Win a playoff game fucking in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> Don't want him. Nobody likes him. OBS made a video kind of exposing the entire yeah, thing. Montage. Thank Odell you, OBS. Beckham Sr. kind of it let a little light on the whole situation. So now he's playing the Cleveland Browns as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. New home, fresh start. Here we go. And what happens? Cade York fucking dog from Ooh. LSU ruins it with a 58-yard draw beautifully that goes in three-quarters up the upright. This dude might have the strongest leg I've ever seen in my oh, – Justin Reed. Justin Reed, baby. Yeah, wow. yeah. The safety for the Chiefs has a cannon. Yeah, yeah he does. Has an absolute yeah. – Cade York murders the football, hits a game winner, great start, and Baker – I think he should be pumped. Showed fight. I think Carolina Panthers fans are like, okay, we like this guy. Much different than Darnold. Sure. Yeah. Much different than what the other options could have been. They kind of hit Robbie Anderson on a long ball. They do their thing. Yeah, this is a fucking hell of a play here. Everybody on TV is like, how could you, up two scores, yeah. let Robbie Anderson get past you? Well, that's because that's Baker Mayfield magic, baby. Yeah, it is, right? He's rolling to his left. You can't help but get caught in the wonder and the myth that is Baker Mayfield. And then that's the Zach Wilson pro day throw, by the way. Rolling right right Uh down the hash for a touchdown. He gets him back in it. But nonetheless, the Browns and Jacoby Brissett get a big-time win. I'm bummed for Baker. I think Carolina Panthers fans are probably happy they got him, though. Yeah, Yeah. McCaffrey looked good, too. He did look really good. It was great to see him back. Yeah. Handsome. Still healthy. All the running. That was running back porn in that game. They Chubb, fucking Hunt. Hunt, They they They, all. Chubb and Hunt, they did a fullback situation. Yes, they did. Fullback running back situation with both of them. Mm -hmm. It's not come on. That's right. Genius. That's going to be tough. Tough to defend. That's a guy who neither could confirm nor deny saying goodbye to Baker Mayfield, saying we got two good backs. We don't know what's going to happen everywhere else. How do we get on the field at the same time? Hey, will you play fullback? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, sweet. Let's go. Let's do this for the fucking entirety of this. What if the Browns are able to maintain here? Jacoby Brissett, good player. Oh, yeah. He could take him on a run, Connor. Is that what we're saying about the Browns? Absolutely. I love Jacoby Brissett. And, I mean, when he was playing for the Colts before Cam Hayward dumped Quentin Nelson on his knee, he possibly could have won the MVP. I mean, they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. But I don't really expect, just because the Browns did this and beat the Panthers, that they're going to, you know, be 8-3, and three, and four by the time Deshaun comes back and who knows what happens then but Miles Garrett we're talking about how TJ Watts on that defensive player of the year run until he hurt his uh, peck I mean Miles Garrett had two sacks and a forced fumble too so if their defense is that good I mean and Jacoby isn't turning the ball over then maybe they can you know get it done until Deshaun comes back the the AFC is hilarious you think about it Colts are undefeated still. Yeah. Miami Dolphins are yeah. a team sure. now. Yeah. Mills. Miami Dolphins are a team now. Yes. Yeah, Dougie Mills and the Texans still undefeated. Mm-hmm. You look at the Buffalo Bills, what they look at. I Very mean, that good. was a pain train yeah. Yeah. that good. they brought in to Los Angeles. And then you start talking about these other teams in the AFC, like the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers look damn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chargers looked damn good. Their defense. I, I mean, Khalil Mack had three yeah. sacks. Yeah. They had so many picks. Derek Carr, yeah, threw three picks, and everybody's like, Derek Carr's dead. It's like, well, Devontae still had a bunch, a shit ton of yards. Yeah, it's like, he, the AFC is loaded he, right now, dude. Well, I mean, like, like you mentioned, I mean, it, Derek Carr, I. I Whatever you want to say about him, like usually he's not throwing three picks in a game. Like they're going to get Devontae and him picked up. I mean, Devontae Adams is fucking unbelievable. How about the. Uh, unbelievable. How about the shake? Like, what was that? Like 18 yards down the field yeah. or whatever it was? And uh, Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. had been talking shit the entire. Which I love. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch him take on wide receivers that aren't Devontae Adams yeah. because I feel like Asante Samuel Jr. is going to. He's going to be a guy. He's going to win. And he's going to talk. It sounds like a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh! 
Everybody's talking about how nasty it is. I guess these types of things normally happen on the line of scrimmage if you're going to shake somebody. But him getting Asante Samuel Jr. twice in this one play. Asante Samuel Jr., young guy, going to figure it out. He oh. thinks he's going in for a post, obviously. <laughs> Turns out, how you doing? Keep moving, then hits him with another hand. Spin move hand. Uh, stiff arm. Devontae Adams is a dope. Yeah. Okay? But I think he's even realizing life's going to be a little bit different without Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Now, Aaron Rodgers had a, you know, his not best day yesterday, but you would think if Devontae's on yeah. that team and, you know, oh, the whole... My God, it makes a difference. God, yeah. it makes a massive difference. And I don't know if all Green Bay Packers fans realize that. Whenever you see that type of highlight going around, you assume to yourself, oh, a lot of people could do that. No. Like, if you synced the way that was being chatted about by NFL D NFL wide mm-hmm. receivers. I guess this is not a normal thing that takes place <laughs> this far down the field. Everybody's talking about, oh, can't do that. Can't have this happen. Full turnaround twice in the middle oh, of a play. Yeah. Asante Samuel Jr. are going to get better from this and learn from this. But you're missing this guy when he's not on your team. I think Packers fans got a chance to really fully realize that. As did probably Aaron, who said there's going to be growing pains with the new squad and everything like that. But goddamn, I like the Chargers team. Mm-hmm. They get a massive win. I like the fact that it was an away game at home because the Raiders fans kind of infiltrated that place because it used to be Los Angeles Raiders. That's now happened with the Chargers and the Rams. Mm -hmm. Chargers and the Rams, both games, uh, have had to go silent. Home teams have had to go silent count in very important parts. Brandon Staley, Herbert, undefeated in the division as well. How are you feeling about it, Tony? Good news for the Chargers because their problem the last few years is that they haven't been able to close out. Khalil Mack has three sacks. The defense performed very well. With Devontae, though, so he had... If you watch that game, Derek Carr looked his way. He had 17 targets. Waller had six, and Renfro had six. So every single big situation, Derek Carr went straight to Devontae, which I know Aaron did a lot of the same thing. Like, soon, like, they're going to rely on Devontae a lot in that offense. So the run game for them, what happened? Yeah, Josh Jacobs, he, like, played well when they gave him the ball, but they didn't give him the ball that often. What's the deal? Josh don't like this Well, I mean, Brandon Bolden. Yeah. Ten carries, 57 yards. It's oh. almost six yards carry is yeah, pretty good. Pretty that was it, though. That's all they did. That's all, they only ran ten times. So I think my favorite thing about that is, what did McDaniel say? There's only enough room for said, Listen, Josh, one Josh. Yeah, we don't we don't pay guys named Josh around here, okay? I'm Josh in this town. <laughs> and you're not, okay? And we don't pay running backs either. And we right? don't pay running backs. And guess what? You know who your backup is? Brandon Bolden, who was a special teams ace when I was in New England. And, yeah, we're going to run the, the wheel route with him. And he's going to score the touchdown for the running backs and the Raiders this year. Not you, Josh. Okay? I, that's one of those things, though, that I know McDaniel's second time being a head coach um, – He's one of the two and five, two and one new coaches, uh, how they did on this past weekend or whatever. But there's going to be some growing pains in some places. I think that's what we learned. The place where there isn't going to be any, they just picked right up, (laughs) right where they left off. Maybe even better somehow. Maybe. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Oh, my God. How cool is he? Yeah. He's the best. He is so good at football. It's almost like it's some other quarterback's. If they lose their guy, and this is not a shot at anybody, although it's going to sound like a shot at somebody, don't want it to be a shot. Because it's not just a shot at the quarterback. I think it's a shot at the entire organization because what Kansas City Chiefs have put an emphasis on in surrounding Patrick Mahomes with versus maybe some other places that might sound like a shot to. With that being said, you lose Tyreek Hill, you think, oh, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill's one of one, still is one of one. Yep. Going to change the game in a positive way for the Miami Dolphins. You lose somebody like that, you think to yourself, oh, they're not going to be able to make up for it. 
Patrick Mahomes don't give a fuck. No. no. He's so good. Dissecting defenses, figuring out where to go, getting the ball to all his playmakers. Now, Travis Kelsey is going to go on to break every single record and should be in the conversation the greatest tight end of all time more. And he's not because I think he's just kind of chill. Like, I don't, Absolutely. I don't, I don't think you really hear much from him. Mm-mm. He dresses awesome. Yep. Yeah. Has great fashion sense, but you don't really hear much of him chatting or caring about where his stance is in the entire uh, tight end ranking yeah. department. He is obviously Patrick Mahomes' go-to guy to hang out. They're good friends, but there's good reason. That motherfucker's always open. So good. Feels like he's smarter than everybody else that he's on the field with. Can make every single catch. That first drive, it was like Patrick and Travis basically reminding people, hey, just a heads up. Remember on third downs and every big time play last year, who's the ball going to? This motherfucker right here yeah. from Cleveland Heights, Ohio, mm-hmm. I believe, with a sick fade, clean, sick, sick costume, fade. good beard, great swag. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's who I go to every single time. Has had a thousand yards for like the last ten years or something like that. Unstoppable that guy. But then they started getting to all of their playmakers. Mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards Alaire was the first guy I seen with that new Power Ranger helmet on. Yep. He got to pay dirt a couple times. Welcome to the fantasy football team, pal. McCole Hardman, still a guy. Sky Moore, all of a sudden a guy. Good. I mean, that team loaded, but I think if you're loaded and don't have a guy, who cares? Patrick Mahomes is like a super genius of football, I think. You pair that with Andy Reid, who has been there, done that with everything. God damn, the Chiefs are all the way. Not that they ever left. Not that they ever left. No. That's absurd. 144.2 passer rating for Patrick Mahomes. Shout out to Pro Football Focus for creating this. Five tuds, 360 yards. The Chiefs are all the way back. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like last year was a down year for them. They're all, they lost to uh, Cincy in the divisional round, I believe. No. Um, no, AFC Championship. 21 to 3. Nobody's talking about them. No. Buffalo Bills are the pain train. Buffalo Bills are on the opening night. Buffalo Bills do their thing. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey have been able to kind of sit down in the weeds almost, even mm-hmm. though, golly, welcome back. Patrick Mahomes. Plus Mahomes. I mean, he had Tyreek say what he said about Tua. Now, who knows if that was a shot at Patrick Mahomes or not. Probably not. And then Sammy Watkins says that Aaron Rodgers is a far better quarterback than Mahomes. So Mahomes has got some chips on his shoulder if he wants to. And Kelsey was the most targeted out of that team. Number two was Juju, who uh, he did oh, fumble yeah. twice, lost one. Look good, Tony. He did look good. Well, yeah. no, he settled him back into that nice little number two role that he thrives in. So, I mean, the yeah. Chiefs were fucking dominant. Yeah, the Chiefs were dominant. And I don't understand why everybody doesn't do what Andy Reid does down by the goal line. Yeah. Every week, it seems like there's some new fuckery. And it's not that they need the fuckery. They have enough talent as well. But mm-hmm. you add in the fuckery plus the talent, it's an unstoppable force. This play they did yesterday with a little fake rollout outside yep. pitch thing underhand to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who was lined up at fullback for a dive to the left. I don't know if he stumbled on purpose or not, but gets out of the plate, stumbles down, out, wide open. Cardinals are like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then obviously we gritty and Mm -hmm. A.B. dance at the same time. Think the A.B. dance is going to become first down like Travis Kelsey did. Feels like that's probably going to be the move. But a rollout, sprint out, fake dive, pass under. How do you stop it? Everybody talks about third down in red zone being the most important and the hardest plays. Andy Reid always has some trick shot bullshit to go on. Mm -hmm. It seems to be unguardable. This Chiefs team was awesome to watch. I didn't pay attention enough to the defense. So, yeah. how'd the defense do? Defense was great. They were unbelievable. Like, the only reason 
reason the Cardinals scored 20 or 21 points is because two of their touchdowns came in either late in the third and the fourth quarter, and a lot of the times it was just Kyler dumping it off because they were just, you know, basically sitting back in coverage. Yeah, not letting them get any big plays. The defense played really well, but, like, we were talking about it. Is this the Cardinals without J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, DeAndre Hodge? Do they just fall apart now because of that? The the thought of losing – hey, Rondo, the thought of – he's – Going to be really good, we assume. The thought of losing Chandler Jones, though. Yeah. Sure. Huge. Okay. He goes to the Raiders, gets broken off. Congrats. Mm-hmm. He's had 400 sacks in the last four years, never talked about. Because mm-hmm. he's out in the desert, I guess. And I honestly don't know why he hasn't been talked about. You lose him, that's a big deal. I think that's a tone setter. Yeah. Because just like TJ Watt and Cam Hayward got to Joe, everybody's got to Joe. How many times Joey Burrow have been sacked? 24 times the last four games. That needs to fig- get figured out. <laughs> but I think when you lose Chandler Jones, you lose that energy of a big time fucking sack, too. Then you got JJ Watt on the sideline. We know that guy will literally snort his own blood on the field. Right. Buda Baker's a guy, but I think they lose that energy, that that aura, that juice. And then on the offense, I don't think Kyler and Cliff have proven at all that they can be successful without DeAndre Hopkins no. on the field. DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know what his deal is, how many years he's got left. His value goes up every single week. Mm-hmm. He's not on the field because how fucked they are. I'm fascinated to see this Cardinal story because they did not look good at all. No. Kyler looked athletic. There were sure. spurts there where he'd make big plays. There was a couple big-time things. But they looked just out of it from the beginning. Now, the Chiefs is the Chiefs, though. True. So that's what we got to remember for all of these conversations. We have no clue what tomorrow's going to look like. We have no clue what three weeks from now are going to look like. Because these teams that are getting their asses beat might be really good. And the team that's beating their ass... Might be the best team in the fucking league. Yeah. Michael Lombardi told us, and he looked it up. Um, he did the stats and analytics. He said, analytics will show you that the teams that start hot are the teams yeah. that will go on to win the whole thing. So we could say that we learned a lot about a lot of teams, but there's always a few outliers that are able to turn it all around and fucking go on a run out of nowhere somehow. It- like... The Green Bay Packers right. have been for the last few years. It might not matter because who knows? I mean, if their offense looks as good as it did yesterday, the Chiefs probably aren't going to be playing in that many close games. But Harrison Bucker, if he is out for a while, and I know they have Reed, and you you mentioned it earlier that he has an absolute cannon, but like, wh- how much do you think that could potentially bite them in the ass if Bucker does end up missing like an extended period of time? Well, we've seen it. I mean, we've seen, we've seen some misses around the league. Oh, yeah. right? I, saw, mm-hmm. I saw in my Twitter mentions. Okay, I didn't miss every kick. Okay? <laughs> I got people tweeting me. Oh, way to go at Pat McAfee show. This is your fault. Guy misses from some team that's playing in the European football league. Sure. <laughs> but it is a bummer whenever guys miss. And you don't know who's going to be good and who's not going to be good whenever they get on your team. For instance, Jake Kamara, the punter for Tampa Bay. Yeah. He had three punts last night uh, for his first punt. Yep. Mm-hmm. First one hits the thing. Jumbo Tron. Second one, penalty. Third one bombs a 63-yarder, 43-yard net. Hell of a start on the stat sheet. Now, I will say, this, I don't think Kamara did it on purpose. I just think he was trying to get a punt off, and there was somebody very yeah. close, so he had to hit it a little bit higher. I'd say 25 out of 32 NFL punters. I would, and I'm only saying seven can't, just like to kind of protect myself here. Sure. Basically, every NFL punter could fucking hit that jumbotron mm-hmm. if they really, if you wanted to. Now... The setting has to be, you have to be in the right spot. You have to hit the right punt. But if every NFL punter basically wanted to hit that thing, they could sit back and hit that thing. I, I know they raised it to get it out of the way, and it mm-hmm. certainly is out of the way, especially for most punts that happen in an NFL game. But I think Kamara sat back on that one, hit it because there was a rush up top. So, like, that's a certain punt that could hit it. And it was certainly continuing to go. So I think he showcased a big fucking leg there. I think that was 
impressive to watch. But basically everybody in the NFL could do that if they had to. Not diminishing how good he is or could be. Just stating like, there's a lot of NFL punters probably watching that going, well, anybody could fucking hit that thing. Very possible. And I just feel like I should speak for them. But him in a 63-yard ball with a 43-yard net's a great start. We'll see how it goes. Who knows how he's going to be in the NFL. But you talk about a lot of young kickers that could potentially have to come in for Butger instead of for the Chiefs because they paid him as well. Oh, yeah. Justin Reed, that first field goal, if he's going to kick like that, and if he has taped ankles... Even more impressive because yeah, like everything about kicking is supposed to be like pointing your toe mm. and like getting through. He's potentially got taped ankles, just boom over the fucking net, yeah. crushed into the crowd. Yeah. Keep the ball. I don't need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he lines up for a goddamn kickoff, yeah, and he puts it through slaughtered. the uprights. Yeah. Yeah. Puts it through the uprights. I sent him a DM. I'm like, hey man, honestly, I think there's only maybe like. Eight, nine guys that could probably do what you did on kickoff today. And that let, why isn't he? He should just kick off. So I wonder right. how his hip flexor feels. I wonder how his groin Ooh. feels. I wonder how his hammy feels today. You know, <laughs> afterwards, if there's going to be a little bit. But if he doesn't feel anything, that motherfucker should be kicking off. And I know there's a couple teams that would potentially hire him just to be a kickoff specialist, including the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, oh, Especially if, if, if Bucker's injured, just to save some, some wear and tear on Bucker, just have him kick off. And, I mean, he's going to cover like a fucking... I, I, Great yeah, safety. Because he, he's not going to be able to kick it through the end zone every time. Even no. the guys who could kick the ball through the end zone on a regular basis run into some stadium or situation where the ball does not go all the way out. He's still going to be able to hit a fucking ball, though, just yeah. like everybody else. Mm-hmm. He goes, Diner, he's in coverage now all of a sudden, huh? This yeah. is like whenever when you got a quarterback just running a, running a power like Josh that's Allen. Right, yeah. It's 11 on 11 all of a sudden. Somebody's unaccounted for. Who's it going to be? The guy's kicking off. Are you going to let him go? Forcing he's, fumbles. He's fucking all bro safety. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? I, this is a weapon. Now, you would have to worry about that is the hardest on hip flexor, groin, knee, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I assume I assume Justin Reed's in pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah, probably. Pretty I assume good. he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to be okay. Yeah. I don't know what the wear and tear is on his leg because he hasn't kicked in a while. Let the fucking guy do it. Just let him hit the kickoffs. Let Buckner take that one and a half step from 54 yards. Now, quick breakdown on that. So he wasn't able to go full steps because I think uh, normally full step is, depending upon if you take a jab step or not, normally it's like jab, one, two, Okay. But after the jab, that's get your momentum, then this step, then you're coming in full force for that last one. And the force normally, whenever you're kicking a field goal, is very hard on the plant foot, okay? Very hard on the plant foot. And you're actually supposed to lock this knee. I can never do it because my fucking knees are like nine-year-olds always have been. You're supposed to lock this knee, and you're leaning, okay? The farther the lean, normally the higher the ball. So Butker, whenever he's going in, he's leaning at a fucking pretty good angle, probably 45 degrees trying to get down to. I mean, that's a lot of wear and tear on your ankle there, right? Because your ankle is kind of the exact power point with the ground because you're trying to leg lock this side your legs are supposed to be completely parallel when you're kicking a ball okay so your legs are supposed to be literally sideways like this parallel so your left ankle is taking all of that i mean all of it so that's why he went with a shorter approach so he wouldn't be as hard on his ankle but in doing so you can't lean as far so the ball gonna be lower Okay, so it's going to be a little bit more of a line drive ball. So if I was playing against the Chiefs last night and I saw that he was taking one and a half steps and I assume they thought of this over there, I'm, I got two guys up the middle and I got the tallest motherfuckers I got jumping 
straight up in the air. Now, I think Buckner has a strong enough leg. He would have been able to clear them for his 54-yarder. I think he would have been able to make his other kick as well. But this ball is going to be a lot lower trajectory because he can't go as hard on his ankle, I think. But it was an impressive performance. He's an absolute dog for doing this, and that had to hurt like fucking hell. But hitting a 54-yarder at less than half strength, that's just a joke, yeah. and that's a, that's why Bucker is an absolute animal. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous, and almost you know if they don't find a replacement kicker, like who says the Chiefs just don't say let's just go for two every single time because the plays that we're drawing up, yeah. no one can really stop. Let's How many do out. they have? I feel like Hundreds. this is just the first set. Yeah, Hundreds. like we got like maybe a little glimpse into what the entire season will be because Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were probably sitting at the whiteboard all offseason like, oh, they think we're not going to win the division? They Did they forget about who I am and who we are as a team and who Travis Kelsey is? Because that's actually what it felt like yesterday. Like, oh, these motherfuckers thought that we just are going to stink now that Tyreek Hill left. Like, no, I will give it to anybody who's open. And he was putting the ball wherever he wanted to. Like, there was a one rollout to the left where a nice little sidearm and then there was one to Kelsey where he kind of had to roll out to the left and he put an absolute rope and that was right before the do your dance Kelsey first down it was awesome to watch yeah Patrick Mahomes is you know certified yeah Yeah, he is he might get a new deal before Lamar seriously Seriously? yeah and Lamar was unbelievable yesterday yeah Mm -hmm. Lamar's deal was embarrassing okay so let's talk about it we haven't talked about it we do got to talk about Tampa Tom potentially tumbling into another ring on on the backs of a great defense that seems to be going and the offense gonna have to get it figured out a little bit more they get a big win in Dallas who knows what Dallas is especially now without Dak sorry about Mike big Mike probably yeah Yeah. there's a moment that the cameras catch where big Mike is told Hey, it's a Bennett fracture or something like that. Probably going to be five to six weeks at least. Come on. Oh, God. I'm going to pack my things now. I mean, they didn't, they didn't, look, they didn't look great with them in there anyway. So. Only one of them to lose in the division. Yeah, they're in last place. They, um, <laughs> they that Cowboys team, what yeah. the fuck? How, yeah, why is it every, why does it seem like it is? This is incredibly unfortunate. It is. This yeah, Dak yeah. Prescott, yeah. for Dak, for the Cowboys, for everything. But that did not – you're right, Tone, to your point. I don't think there was ever a moment with Dak in there where we're like, okay, these Cowboys are going to go. Now, Micah, back-to-back, third and long. How you doing? Keep it moving. But then the offense wasn't doing anything. So right. oh. there was no real – Micah's – He's good. He's unbelievable. He's so yeah. good. He is all over the place, too. We're, we're, it's And I like the fact that he said – you know, I ain't about that pussy shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I ain't about that. Like, he is. Mm-hmm. Feels like Mike is a oh, yeah. dope. Yeah. Dope. I fucking love him. I love everything about him. I do fear, though, that he's going to be on a team for a long time that just seems to be cursed by whatever cowboy curse mm-hmm. there potentially is mm-hmm. because Dak being out five to six weeks stinks. On the other side of the plate, Tom Brady and that team are going to have to figure it out. They get a win. Giselle wished him luck. Did, oh, my gosh. Nice. She did. Giselle, let's go, Tom Brady. Let's go box. Yeah. yeah, that felt really good. Like when that got standing in the group or whatever, and I saw that, that felt really good. Me too. I was like super happy. I'm like, all right, look at it. Nah. Giselle starting, you know, it's game day. She's like, you know That's what? Right. Bygones be bygones. You're right. This is, we do, the whole house enjoys this. Mm-hmm. We love love. We love, we love the game. We love love. Mm-hmm. And we love what Tom and the game. I think Giselle potentially all the way back. Thank you, yeah. Giselle. Hey, thank you, thank Giselle. You, Giselle. Revenge party season, though. What? He's got a good jawline right now. He looks good. I don't know if the TB12 diet has been moved a little bit and he's eating less calories. Uh Seems like he's even more chiseled than he's ever been in the past. They're Mm -hmm. celebrating a big time win. They were able to move. They Mm -hmm. were able to do things. Lenny Fournette, obviously fantastic out of the backfield and blocking, as we saw in the video. But my big thing is he couldn't complete for 13 more uh, yards. Yeah, (laughs) what bullshit. Fuck. 
Our super boost. Now, I didn't win a single bet yesterday. Yeah, no, other than the under for the Bears and the Niners. And that is why watching the pregame shows is a weapon. Just like we saw a Buffalo Colts a couple years ago, and we saw the uh, snow globe that was taking place in yeah. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It was an easy, hey, under right now. Everybody under. That thing dropped four points, I think, in a matter of 15 minutes. Didn't matter. Would have been under regardless. It's just... You know, those are that's the only bet I hit. Everything else, I thought the super boost. If the super boost hits, who cares? Yeah, right. exactly. and they came out throwing the ball a lot. Throwing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans got one. Yeah. Julio Jones got one. Godwin. I mean, Godwin was getting a bunch. He looked that like he first, was limping. Yeah, and then he did get hurt. That very so. first play, he looked fast, and then yeah, he got, he got hurt. Hamstring. They rushed him back. Hamstring. No, he uh, he was out. Uh, I think it was the last play of the first half, and then he was out the entire second half of the hamstring. No, no they did. They, they oh, it was the ACL. Back. It seemed like he was healthy, but then leading him up to the week, he was questionable, and they acted like he maybe wasn't going to play, and it was going to be a true game time decision. And then very early on Sunday, they're like, "No, he's playing. He's good." Yeah, and go. then he ended up leaving but he's a difference maker for their team it looked like they were doing it all they just couldn't you know they couldn't get any ends because those were a lot of short kicks for suck up like Uh all right all right right, here we go he missed one too yeah Yeah, 36 i think or something like that That was early couldn't have it second quarter didn't make a difference though it ended up not making a difference and i'm sure he's not happy about it all i think his ankle kind of rolled too when i was watching i don't know why that exactly happened but they couldn't finish and i don't i just I don't think they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. I think they have enough talent. Yeah. I think their defense is flying around. For whatever you want to take it for the Dallas Cowboys, the fucking Bucks D held them to three points yeah. in mm-hmm. a professional game. So, like, that's impressive. But it wasn't what we thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to be. But does Tom ever start hot? No, never. Like even, Literally never, right? Never. I mean, there were years that we would start one and three and two and two when he was still in New England. But the only worry I thought was, you know, the left tackle goes out with what looked to be a pretty bad elbow injury. Oh, yeah. Donovan Gilbert, Smith. Like, that's, he was mad. Yeah, he, he was not. And it was immediate, too. Like, by the time he was on the ground, he was holding his arm. It wasn't like something that he might have just tweaked. Like, it looked like a very bad uh, injury. And then immediately after that, Micah Parsons sacked third down. And that's why it felt like they couldn't score any touchdowns because they only only had one first and goal scenario and that was when they threw the fade to Mike Evans like before that when they got to third down they really couldn't money down they couldn't get it yeah they couldn't block because they knew they were throwing it and Micah was just kind of ears back going and getting them it's and I think on the flip side of that when McGovern got hurt for the Dallas Cowboys guard that's when the game changed on the other side I mean that was a flip the trenches matter man oh yeah big time hey the trenches matter long snappers matter but every the trenches fucking matter. Huge. Need to talk about it more often. Look at the fucking Packers game. They yes. announced that Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins aren't playing, and Rodgers is under pressure all day. I don't know. Huh. The thing that I don't understand uh, is... There seems to be a little bit of uh, Well, I just don't... like why. Wait, Bach didn't play? They're continually... No, or Elton Jenkins. Almost uh, Bach. They're continually reporting about it and like making it a bigger <laughs> bigger deal. Yes, it is. Almost Bach. Almost Bach again. again. Yeah. Bach is, is almost back. Tell, Tell a friend. friend. Eventually. You're the friend that gets told this. Yeah. But it just like, because <laughs> we had been, I, I was just under the assumption they were playing. Me too. With yeah. with how it was being reported all week. And then, you know, he obviously didn't want to, you know, put the cart before the horse or, or whatever you want to say. But like, just then say he's coming back to like week four or something. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron got slaughtered out there. He did. Wow. Big time. Hey, he big took time. some big shots. The fumble? For... He got killed by yeah. like three boom, dudes. Yeah. One where Zedarius comes right up the middle. Yeah. He, he gave a JBL clothesline Get from hell. Did. Zedarius <laughs> Smith gave a clothesline from hell to A.J. Dillon. And it was a good bump. 
Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it was yeah. good. I mean, flat right. back. He did. And then Zedarius Smith then, chased him down. And then the whole moment between Aaron and Zedarius, it got. But the trenches matter. Big time. You know what else matters? Making sound business decisions. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson appears to be doing that. Now, there's a lot riding on Lamar Jackson staying healthy. And a lot of people say that the way he plays, he's going to get hurt eventually. They've been saying that about him since high school. To be clear, I said that about him at one point in his NFL career. There's no way this dude's going to be able to stay healthy. Guess what? He basically has. He's already won an MVP. He's successful as hell. Has a playoff win. And he's added 18 pounds of muscle. Took a big shot yesterday. Bounced right back up. Has to avoid those for the next three years because basically he's staring down 111-ish million. Now, that number might be 120 million, 125 million, depending upon what the salary cap is and new quarterback deals that happen. That's counting on his him playing out this season on the the last year of his rookie contract and the next two years being franchise tagged. About 111 to 125, depending upon which reply tweet you read to me saying it was 111. Everybody seems to have their own math. Everybody, Whatever the case, he has over 100 million some guaranteed over the next three years if he stays healthy. That's a massive if. Because in the NFL, everybody can get hurt at any given moment. It's grown men. It's 21, 22 mile an hour bodies flying around. There's a chance anybody can get hurt. But he's staring down over 110 million guaranteed. So when Mort report came out, and we love Mortson. Yeah, love. big fans. When he comes out and reports that it's $130 million guaranteed, and who knows if that's real or if that was just signing bonus, and then he actually got offered in between 160 to 170, whatever the case, it's $100 million less than what Deshaun Watson got yeah. in guarantees, mm-hmm. or it's 70 to $75 million less than what Deshaun Watson got in guarantees, and it's only either $22 million more than he's already got guaranteed at the low end, or it's only $40 million more than what he's guaranteed probably in purely business mind frame. How could he agree to double the amount of years with that little of return and guarantees on the other side? From a business perspective, that would have been a fucking terrible deal for Lamar Jackson to sign. Now, have we got all the details? Do we know what that deal was actually structured like? No. We'll ask Rappaport in like two hours to see what his thoughts are on the whole thing and what he has learned. But from a business perspective, I assume an agent would make him sign that because he would talk to him about what it actually yeah. is. Uh, $260 million or something like mm-hmm. that over six years, whatever their math is, or whatever, 290, 90, yeah. And they would have sold the whole thing. But the only thing that matters in contracts, and this needs to be remembered, is the guaranteed money. We have no idea what anything else is everything else is just speculatory everything else is just maybe because just like you say Lamar shouldn't bet on himself the next three years because of injuries there's a good chance that if you sign a six-year deal at some point the injuries are going to come and you're never going to see the number that is at the high end of the report of what the deal is I think business-wise Lamar made the right decision but everybody's going to tell you it's a bad one because everybody's getting information from agents and Lamar ain't using one there are good agents out there I'm not saying there isn't but there's a lot of shitty agents out there that only make deals with people because they just know people. And those people aren't happy that there's a chance a quarterback is going to get the best contract in the history and do it by his own goddamn self. I'd like to see Lamar keep doing his thing. And I'd like to see the Ravens reward him. Pay this guy yeah. his fucking money. He earned it. He deserves it. And I think this year, if it's a fuck everybody tour by Lamar Jackson, I can't fucking wait. 55-yard bomb. Another absolute rope to a guy in the end zone. Thought it was a no look. He said it was no, no look. So I miss 
I mistermed that entire thing. But Lamar looks like he's throwing the ball better. He's still Lamar Jackson. What a fucking guy. What a bet on himself. I hope it pays off. Yeah, they're going to be awesome. And the contract situation is similar to Roquan, where it's like, hey, I'm the next guy up. Like, if I don't reset the market at quarterback, I'm fucking over the other guys that play my position. Like, Burrow, Herbert, and granted, he might not give a shit about what anybody else gets paid. But if he were to take that deal, then all of a sudden, instead of what Watson did, which kind of raised the level even higher. Molagueta from Athletes First. Hell of a deal. Uh Hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. That's an agent. Unbelievable. I know Lamar's represents himself, but maybe. Hey, give him all the get call. Let's <laughs> yeah, see yeah. what happens. But I, I can't wait to see what's taking place. A lot of people were burying Lamar for saying no to $130 million. I understand because that's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. But whenever you talk about negotiations in business, you can't just have what you thought in your head was it. You got to act like it's poker chips. You got to act like it doesn't matter. You got to act like it's monopoly money. Not easy. Got to do it. That's fucking business. Because if not, you'll get fucked the entire time. And that money's going somewhere. Might as well go to fucking you is how it should go. Also, if you believe and have basically proved that you are worth like two hundred and thirty five million, then you're just a moron if you accept one hundred and thirty million. You know, it's like he's damned if he does damned if he doesn't. And you could take that take those tweets at face value. But just as like someone observing when you look at that, it's like, okay, well, they're way far apart. So he is going to play out the remainder of this contract on the the franchise tag. And then he is like he's not going to be a Raven. If, If what you if you look at that and you think that's what was actually offered to him, like. There's no way. That deal's done. Bridge is burned. The flock, by the way, was not happy. Yeah. No. The flock was not happy. The flock was a mess. They're viewing the same way we are. Pay that man his money. Yeah. Yeah. Keep him in there. Right now. But business happens. And Lamar said, you know, maybe they get a deal done during the season, basically. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll be back in five. AJ Hawk will join us with more overreaction. I think we hit everything on the list. Hell yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Look at us. Oh, we didn't talk about the monsoon. Or Carson. Ah. Ah. No, you did. Oh, no, you said did. you bet on the monsoon because you saw Stacey Gales yeah. getting poured on in the pregame yeah, show. Yeah, like the Buffalo. Boom. <laughs> Didn't talk about Carson. Car- did I lie to you? Commanders fans? <laughs> no. I didn't lie to you. Yeah. I, I, it's a roller coaster. Everything I've been saying into this right here that I've been getting attacked for by y'all motherfucking commies over there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. The commie commanders. Yep. I, I don't mean as, you know, like... Red Nation, no, 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 USSR. No, no. no, I mean commanders like commanders, commies. Yeah. Just trying to no. as friends, just trying to call you as friends. They are red. I would like to, they are red. Mm-hmm. Different red, I think. There's a lot of decisions. Burgundy, interesting but colors. Whatever the case, we are. I want to be friends with you guys. I was trying to tell you the truth. You got the experience in week one. You got to win. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fucking strap in. Could have been easier. Strap wait, in. Wait until this season it, happens. Yeah. He's getting yeah. better. He beat Clowntown. Couldn't do it last year. Is here a fantastic weekend of both college football and NFL football with an entire Sunday slate in the men's league happening for the first time in what feels to be 14 years. Tonight, week one will conclude with the Denver Broncos. Let's riding. Devin White. All the way into Seattle with Russell Wilson's return home. Now, there's been mixed reports happening about the relationship in Seattle. I'll tell you, we've been reading a lot of alleged inside sources, anonymous sources saying Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks did not like each other. Not at all. He liked his teammates probably, enjoyed some people around the building, but Schneider, Carroll, and Russ certainly had a little tension between the three of them. So that press conference we've seen where... 
I believe Pete was talking, and then Russ pokes his head in, then Schneider pokes his head in, and we love each other. (laughs) They did not, allegedly. Now, was that all just bullshit now that they've moved on? Are people trying to stir shit? It certainly feels like it. I don't know if six and a half points will be enough tonight, but I have not won a single bet all weekend. (laughs) We'll talk to the Toxic Table for the next couple hours at Ty Schmidt, at Boston Connor. Packers lost, Patriots lost. Mm -hmm. Toxic Table might be in a a pit of doom for the next couple hours Probably. at Tone Diggs, one half of the hammer. Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, one and oh in your trap, Tone Diggs. We did, but what did it cost, Pat? TJ Watt ah, right. with a tit injury all season. Uh, Ian Rappaport just reported that Dak Prescott could potentially return late October, early November at best with the Bennett fracture that happened in his throwing thumb last night in a loss against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Dallas Cowboys did not look good with Dak Prescott in the lineup. First week could still be trying mm-hmm. to get things going, even though they return a lot of the same shit mm-hmm. from last year and lost Amari Cooper, but they brought in other weapons. Um, Seems like Cowboys are fucked. Joining us now is a man who once picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. That's right. He coached under Big Mike McCarthy, who might be back into his basement in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm. Fake head coaching if this season goes sour. Ladies and gentlemen, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, A.J. Hawk. A.J., how's it going, pal? What's up, guys? Yeah, I think you mentioned, you said I coached under Big Mike, which I understand. <laughs> I, I did not coach with him. I, I played for him, and yeah, they're uh, going through some tough times here in Dallas early. You were a coach on the field. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you right. Coach on you, field. you had, had, the, had the green yeah. dot. Yeah, the green yeah, dot sure. had the head say, call him plays. And then whenever God like to real important times, you act like you couldn't hear him. Sorry. One into, you know, yeah. coach mode, culture, and place. That's what I was referring Why? to, because I never talk about that. I always say college football national champion. Sure. I always say Super Bowl champion. Right. I always say Ryder Cup mm-hmm. champion. Wow. I always say you survived COVID two times might have been more including the old one niner which was the tough son of a bitch uh-huh. what i never say is this son of a bitch was a fucking coach on the field mm-hmm. i just want people to know that that large cranium that looks like it potentially has rocks inside does not no. so that's what i was trying to say i apologize for complimenting your big ass brain inside your big ass <laughs> head but the dallas cowboys did not look great with that i assume the next few weeks until late october early november are going to be quite a guessing game with that cowboy squad aj hawk yeah, they are. I mean, who, are they going to go try to get somebody, or, or what are we doing? Like, I know they say they're going to stick with, what, Cooper Rush, or is someone else in play here? So the internet said, hey, excuse me, Jerry, go get Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And I think the San Francisco 49ers are going, excuse me, media, we fucking might need them still. Yeah. That's a whole conversation in and of itself, what's going to happen in San Francisco 49ers camp, because Jay Glazer had a report yesterday on NFL on Fox Sunday yep. kickoff. Sure. Correct. Goddamn right. Noon. Noon kickoff show. Sean Payton was awesome. He was super cash. First statement was a little bit of a joke. Yeah. I, I like Sean Payton on yeah. there. I think he's going to get called back yeah, in the coaching. Don't get too comfortable. Yeah. But, but Jay Glazer said that Shanahan and Lynch called 15 of the OGs in the, uh, into his office, in their offices and said, hey, if Trey Lance fucking sucks, okay, we're going to need you to be like, yeah, Trey's our guy. Love him. Trey's our guy. It's all the younger guys. Because we very much understand that if there's a little bit of uh, turbulence with Trey Lance, which there already has been, it was a monsoon. Let's not judge him mm-hmm. for that game. But there was a couple decisions we could judge in yeah. there, I think. And Jimmy's on the sideline. We need everybody to buy in on Trey. How long is that going to last, AJ? Because the media is already fucking calling for it. Every single show is like, Jimmy G's sitting right there. Jimmy G's sitting right there. We said it was going to get loud if they start having some trouble. One game in a monsoon, it's already loud, AJ Hawk. Yeah, I would say we should give him a few games, maybe with decent conditions, to see what he really is as a quarterback. Kittle. I mean, this you can't really judge a whole lot when you know Justin Fields has – 
he revives Chicago by doing swan dives celebrating in the rain because it's such though, a, yeah. an awesome yeah. sight, I think, too. Sweet. Like, how are you supposed to play quarterback in that? Yes, they did. Justin Fields found a way to get a win. Uh, but, yeah, who knows, man. We knew this was going to happen. You want that. I understand them possibly talking to 15 of, like, the, the top guys in the squad to keep everybody together. But, like, ultimately you would like that to happen naturally where you don't really have to bring them in and have that meeting. Oh, oh, hey, that's very TV punditry of you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough because they love Jimmy, yes, but you want them to be like, hey, man, like, we can't have this. We can't always be looking over our shoulder. We get it. You know, you, you would think that the guys, you know what? Actually, I think it was misreported. I think those 15 guys want the Shanahan and Lynch. Yeah. Hey, they throw their jerseys on the table? You know no, no, I think they said, hey, <laughs> we got Trey's back. I think they said. I they think, probably did. I think those 15 guys who are the OGs of the locker room have been there, go into Shanahan and Lynch. They just said they met, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't know who called the meeting? Because that is a vastly different thing. If Shanahan and Lynch are like, hey, you guys are leaders on this team, everybody looks up to you, we need you to lie to all of them. That would be – that's an interesting – you know what I mean? That's an interesting uh, – Okay, coach. That's an interesting thing. They might have like a players' council. Did you have like a players' council ever where they would meet once a week and it was usually older guys? Uh, towards the end, yeah. That wasn't something that happened way back, was it? Did you guys have that your entire yeah. career? Uh, Big Mike started doing it in Green Bay. Yeah, I, I don't know how many years in, four or five years in. Cincinnati, we had a, a part of that too. We'd meet with Marvin on Friday like at lunch, talk to a lot of the older guys. It was uh, – yeah, it's a thing. The coach can kind of get a feel on where, where guys are, like what – what guys' bodies feel like, what they want to do, what they shouldn't do, all wow. that stuff. Yeah, and it's – I would hope that those guys said it to them, that we got Trey's back, but just yeah. like we talked about, humans are going human. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if humans have no idea how long their careers are going to be and aren't actually like fantasy football players, actual football players with their legacy, their contract, their bodies, it's going to be tough. Not judging Trey off that monsoon game. I will not. I refuse to. Even though it's overreaction Monday, mm-hmm. it'd be very easy to do. Yes, okay? yes it would. That is what this, that's what we've been waiting to do uh-huh. on this particular day. Mm-hmm. It'd be easy to judge them. A lot of people are. I'm not going to do it. Man. <laughs> nice of you. But with that being said, there were some plays where he looked like shit. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't get into it. We should allow him to at least have an opportunity to potentially be the guy that's going to lead that team. But just like we've been saying, and just like now everybody's saying, that team's a good team, man. Hey, yeah. they got dogs. Debo Samuel, I know he gave up a fumble yesterday. Mm-hmm. He got a bunch of touches. I think he had eight runs or, or yeah. Yeah. eight uh, rushes eight, yesterday. And they lost their number one running back, so he's running back one again. That's what he, they got dogs over there. Now, yeah. George Kittle being out is definitely a bummer. I'm happy you missed that game, by the way. Right. Groin in that <laughs> in that field would that could potentially Imagine be like nightmare. trying to plant and you do the splits and rip your groin completely off. Yeah. So can't wait to see Kittle back, but we got to relax on Trey, I think, until we see him with. An opportunity well, yeah, to play quarterback, I think. I would imagine there's, I would imagine there's coaches around the league today being like, "Hey, everybody! Like, if you lost or you won, either we're crowning people champs today, or we're saying they're done, cancel the season." Like, I, there's a lot of coaches around there trying to support their team one way or the other. Fifteen teams, fan bases, undefeated, going to win a Super Bowl. Fifteen teams, fan bases, completely defeated, fire everybody. <laughs> Two fan bases. Co-leaders of their division, tied. Hell yeah. And their fan bases are saying, we're undefeated, we're on to week two. Yep. Colts have the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously massive. But week one, I don't know how much we can tell who's good, who's not. Feels like every team has the capability to make some big plays. The Falcons, 
They should have won that goddamn game. Yeah, absolutely. The Falcons were 32 out of 32. Arthur Smith obviously talked to the media in a fashion that Arthur Smith, is this what he's going to be all the time? I hope so. I hope so. I hope so, too. This will be awesome to read these. I I do not, you know, envy the reporters that are going to have to go in there and talk to him. You know, I I do not envy that at all. But to those journalists that are going in there and are credentialed, remember, it's an honor to have that opportunity. And uh, when, Mm -hmm. when you inevitably get into a verbal joust, with a guy who's like a super genius, mm-hmm. son of a Marine who founded FedEx. Yeah. Like, we are going to appreciate the joust from outside yeah. looking mm-hmm. in. Good luck. Like, we appre- good luck in there. We appreciate it. But if that's what he's going to be like as a head coach, I'm pumped for it. He has the same offense and lineage as the Shanahan tree, as the LaFleur tree. So they're going to have shit where they're going to be able to gain yards. They're going to be able to play. Cordero Patterson still got it, uh, man. This fucking guy was not supposed to be a wide receiver ever. He's supposed to be a running back, this guy, his entire career. He's a great returner. They had him outside. They kind of did that. He gets the ball in his hands. He is impossible to stop. But with those Artie Smith, Shanahan-type formation with the offensive line, they're going to win some games. I picked them plus five and a half. I was after that. They should have won outright. What does that mean? What are the Falcons going to be this year? Everybody thought they sucked. They might be something. That's across the yeah. league, AJ. You know that is across the league. And Mariota, I thought looked pretty good. Like the guy mm-hmm. can still move. He he gets up, like when he gets on the perimeter. He, he has so many different options. And you're right. Like Arthur Smith, seeing him, I was watching like the last just five ten minutes of that game. How they found a way. I guess give the Saints a lot of credit, but. The Falcons should have won that game, but you could see Arthur Smith on the sideline just bru- like just starting to boil. Like he, he was making these like his mouth, his face. I was like, man, I feel for you. Like you're so frustrated right now. You know you should win this game, and you can feel it slipping away. He was doing now the Falcons. Somebody on the internet, an internet sleuth, mm-hmm. who will probably also be termed as Falcons hater on the internet, sure. has pointed out. Do you know how many fourth quarter leads? This Falcons team have lost. Like, obviously, we remember 28-3. Everybody will. Of course. Mm-hmm. There was 30-20 against San Diego. That was tough. 17-0. 12 minutes left against Miami. Loss. 39-24 against the Cowboys. Four minutes left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lost. The onside kick game. 26-10. Fourth quarter. Six minutes left. Against the Bears. Lost. Twenty-four seven. Third quarter. Four minutes left against the Bucks. Lost. Twenty-six ten. Eleven minutes left against the Saints yesterday. Lost. Man. They just can't put teams away. New coach for whatever reason. I think Artie Smith will turn them around. I think it's a good team, a good thing. But their fan base has just got to be fucking heartbroken. How many more of those can you take? I'm really not sure. And I think the thing I liked about Artie in the preseason, he was like that. Yeah. What you just said. Preseason game, third, fourth quarter, none of this football matters. Mm-hmm. Not even going to watch the film of this. This is, None of this matters. He's motherfucking somebody. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this guy's got a little ooh. <laughs> and, you know, I completely forgot about that. I'm excited for the Falcons. You now, see how he ended it? When he ended, I love he ends the press conference. He's kind of pissed. He kind of, doesn't storm off. He walks off the stage. And he's like head down, and he sees the owner. He's like, oh, he gives him a little handshake, and then heads out the door like, good, good. <laughs> yeah. handshake the boss. Hey, we're going to build it like Home Depot, dog. All Come right. on. All right, you got it. Let's get out of here, man. Uh, but on the flip side of that, the Saints find a way to win. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to have to do that, especially with division games. Michael Thomas all the way back. We missed him for an entire year. Mm-hmm. So did the Saints. Mm-hmm. He is a guy. Gets open. Seems to be absolutely dogged in right now, mm-hmm. too. He makes a go-go gadget snag, and then another one where he bodies somebody. Jameis Winston said, they're paying everywhere. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's pain everywhere. Okay, I got pain everywhere, but we just got to have resilience. I've been listening to him on that Trust Levels podcast yeah. presented to you by Players Tribune yes. with uh, Mark Ingram, Cameron Jordan. The more and more clips that come out about Jameis, it's not, this is not a gimmick. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. This is Jameis. This is oh, James yeah. Winston. This is Jameis Winston. He is awesome. Yeah. He said on that podcast, you know, I don't care how they're doing me as long as I'm doing me. And Hell everyone yeah. just kind of lost their minds because that is a hilarious quote. And that, <laughs> it sounds like, is what he is all the time, every day. That Eaton W's thing, he thought that was a home run. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah for sure. He still does. Yeah. yeah. No. Sure. Might run it back. Yeah, he, he threw the W's up in his own world. Yesterday. Yeah. He has found Which a is awesome. With the ad libs with Demario Davis, too. Yeah. So. And what? Yeah, he was ad-libbing to somebody else's motivation speech in the huddle. He is always like that. What if he, in the new energy with Allen around, what if it is just like, that's why those types of games happen? Mm -hmm. Not that they wouldn't do this in the past, but being able to squeak that one out at the end, that's huge. Will Lutz, welcome back. Had a miss early, hit it fat, pulled that thing. Then he bombs a 50-plus to win it. Will Lutz all the way back. That Mm -hmm. team. Blake Gillikin murders balls offensively if they could keep going Landry with Jameis. a great catch to put him in yeah. field goal range. Yep. So. Down the sideline, he's dead. That guy's washed Defense up. stops him when they end. Third and one, Mariota drops the snap, picks it up. You think he's going to scramble and get the yard, and Demario Davis is there to smash him and hold him short, and they have to get rid of it again? Dude, the Saints. Offense yeah. still has yeah. packages for Taysom Hill where he looks like. He yeah. is running 14 miles Forced an that hour. that huge holding call, too, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? Bro, he, did he not look like. Now, this is very racist of me, so I do apologize. Uh-oh. What do you mean? His particular brand of white with those white uniforms, yeah. he looked like he was moving at the speed of syrup, yeah. didn't he? He really did. And then he was pulling away. Uh-huh. 60 he just, He's smooth. And just kept running. I'm like, God damn, somebody's going to track him. Nobody did. He's yeah. fast tight end, Pat. It's, um, he's fast quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He's fast. I mean, it was, he, there's real Taysom Hill packages everywhere. He looked like he was not moving, and he was pulling away. And if Taysom's going to continue to do that, they're still going to be able to make plays with him and have it on account. Look at Ingram blocking for him. Yeah. Look at this. Absolute studs all around that team. I think they enjoy the fact that it was little to no conversation about them. Jameis Winston, they're just going to – I think it sounds like if you look the, look at the way Cam and Mark talked to Jameis, mm-hmm. sounds like they're all about Jameis being Jameis. Like, hey, yeah. this is who – yeah, dude, this is yeah, literally who he is. And, this is what he's always like. And they're in capable hands. Like, if he does get hurt, you know, Andy Dalton looks well. very sweet in that Saints uniform. Oh, hey. Holy shit. Hey. He always looks good. He always has a nice helmet, nice fit with his chin strap, everything. Now, his lid, oddly similar to your lid, which Mm -hmm. is oddly similar to Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about the Packers a little bit, and we won't be able to get you the clips that you requested to talk about the distrust probably between Aaron and the team and how they'll be able to get past this. There's just a couple of different situations we can move on. Supply chain issues between us and NFL. Supply chain. Supply chain. You never know. We get it. It's like lead time, supply chain. Uh That's right. It's all in there. We'll get it hopefully by tomorrow. You'll be able to lay it out there. But what did you see from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers aside from the same haircut you have on the starting quarterback? And do do is there a chance? Do you think the Vikings maybe just fucking really, really, really good? Maybe Packers still trying to figure it out. They will. Whole new cast of characters on the offensive side of the ball. Everything like that. Defense is supposed to be unbelievable. Justin Jefferson had 200-some yards. Yeah. Yeah. He is the new Cooper Cup. Can't wait to watch the big brand of Kevin O'Connell do his thing with that. Thielen being the OBJ. That offense with Cook cooking. Kirk Cousins seems to be bigger, stronger, faster, mm-hmm. more free than ever. The Vikings just might be a team, or do you think it was the Packers? What do you think from watching that game, A.J. Hall? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I mean, the Packers obviously did not play well, but for Aaron, you have two of your offensive linemen, two of your best guys are out. 
they are able to get four and five man pressure on you, and nobody's really open. Like credit to the Vikings defense. I tell you all the time, Harrison Smith, the, the greatest at disguising coverages and not letting the quarterback know what coverage you may be in and where he's going to be. Also came up, made some huge tackles as well, Harrison Smith. But their whole yeah. team, like the defense, looked very, very good. Kendricks, I like a lot. I like Hicks as a linebacker too, and. So Darius Smith, the revenge game, this dude was on fire the whole time, I felt like. Did you see the clothesline from hell like he was JBL to A.J. Dillon? Mm, how could you not? I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, did you ever do that to anybody? You ever think, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to take forearm right to shoulder. I'm going up and through the neck. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a fucking and flat bump from A.J. Mm-hmm. We're talking yeah. full flat bump on the back. And then Aaron, I think he goes to throw the ball back to A.J. Dillon, who's probably supposed to block and then release. Mm-hmm. But clearly, uh-huh. he's selling still. Right. You know what I mean? On Trying to do his thing. He was a little bit. And then Aaron gets murdered. I mean, yeah. absolutely Smack. murdered. From all sides. They all converge at the same time. Dude, he was in the air, thank God, because that's one of those ones where if your leg's on the ground, you know, that's yeah. a, I was glad he started miles. rubbing his neck. Like I'm like, all right, good. It's not his head. Or it was his head, and he's faking a neck in. Smart. Oh, stinger, stinger, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It was definitely his neck. You could tell on how he was hit. But, yeah, I don't know. I was glad he didn't stay down. I'm glad he stayed in the game. How do you feel about him trying to block Darius Smith on the way yeah, out sir. there? You loved it. Awesome. Why not? Give it? Give him a shot, man. Why not? Yeah, Aaron just wanted to feel alive. Yeah, you wake know? him up a lot. I'd pick somebody else, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could have also... Hand could have done a little bit more side with the hand uh-huh. <laughs> if he wanted to. I like the fact that you could actually see in the one shot of him going, "Well, fuck it, here we yeah. the full body throwing shoulder." Into it. And then how about Zedarius flexing on him? Aaron, couple stumbles, which by the way, I couldn't get down and you're trying, you're trying to get up, but your momentum's still taking the other way. Like yeah. I, I was like, yep, his soul, there. his soul. Yeah. Was in the fourth dimension going this way. Uh, <laughs> as he's laughing too, kind of laughing, trying <laughs> yes, to get up. Yes. It's, there's his flexing in his face. Can't wait to talk to him tomorrow about that particular play. Yeah. I don't know how much, you know, yucking it up we're going to have tomorrow. Yeah, then. sure, sure. You know, and it's, this is the third season of ART. So you'd think people would learn by now. Uh-huh. Got a lot of tweets last night. Like, Aaron's not showing up for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. It's like, no, that motherfucker will sit in the pocket. Now, we might, we might ask about a situation. And we've learned from season one and season two, there's a chance that convo will go a different way. You never know. And I'm not going to say, hey, shut the fuck up. I want to hear about blah, blah, blah. So people are going to say that I gave them an easy way out. We will bring up everything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How the conversation goes, excited to see. Mm-hmm. He talked after the game. He said, there's going to be some growing pains. You know, it felt like he was very, like, I don't want to say grounded. <laughs> He but, mentioned what mental mistakes, didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's Matt, and Lafleur too was doing a you got a fucking yeah yeah. They did slow mo on that, and then Aaron on the sideline with this fucking number here, with a fucking fucking yeah. fucking <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Tom Clements, he's sitting next to Tom Clements, his, his quarterback coach, you know, that came back to the team this year. Tom is great because Tom is such a calming influence. Tom doesn't sit there and freak out, doesn't yell. He's very. Very cool, calm, and collected pretty much at all times. Yeah, fucking right, dude. Yeah. yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah, man. Sounds like, it, by the way, game's just getting started. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot more. Yeah. You yeah. don't know this yet, but there's a lot more where lot you were just. Those. What you were just uh-huh. motherfucking about? Yeah, it's going to happen probably next two or three quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Just go ahead and buckle in for that one, pal. It should be a blast. And on the flip side, 
the Vikings, bro. Yeah. Ty Schmidt, owner of the Packers. Man. You said at the beginning of the season you thought there's a chance the Vikings sneak into the playoffs. And if the Vikings get in the playoffs, who knows? Kevin O'Connell might be a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins playing better than ever. And Justin Jefferson's going to be greedy in, in every single ballpark he steps into this year. Multiple times, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, like him being the Cooper Cup. Like, he is just, he's unbelievable. And I think people also forget how good Thielen actually is. Thielen was the guy there for so many years. And then they got Justin Jefferson, like, they just and then Dalvin Cook in the backfield. If Kirk isn't turning the ball over, like they're gonna have a good chance to beat every like the way their defense played too. And and I do think the Vikings will make the playoffs. I still think the Packers are gonna win the division. I, I mean, same thing happened last. They looked worse last year than they did yesterday. But yeah, I think maybe part of it too is. I mean, I don't know how how much guys are actually hearing, but everyone's talking about how good the defense is. How good the defense is. It was like it was almost primed for like a. That for them to kind of just let everyone down. Oh, and come back down to earth. Yeah, pump the brakes a little bit. All right, excited to see how that pans out. Congrats to the Vikings. We like Vikings players around here. Oh, we yeah. just so yeah. happen to speak to the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. every week. Lucky to do so. So we pay attention to them a little bit more. They've had your number for some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Vikings were awesome. Speaking of awesome, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick will be joining us in eight minutes. He got held up in a meeting. He was supposed to join us two minutes ago. We'll have him in about eight. Can't wait to chat with him. The Steelers' defense, unbelievable. We'll dive into that with Minka. I want to talk to A.J. Hawk about the Chiefs right now. Hey, they lose the cheetah. They lose the fastest person to ever step foot onto a football field. I'll say it, and I'll say he's faster now than he's ever been because why, A.J.? He's in Miami. That and the earth's spinning faster than it's ever spun. Yeah, man. Forgot about that. You're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Come so on. when he's running with the Earth, spinning, are we all faster though? Yes, humans at this particular time in one particular direction are faster than humans have ever been in the past yeah. because we're all on a Sonic the Hedgehog super speed burst thing. That's right. It's awesome because Rask- the Earth is doing it. Rascal Flatts said it best. Flat Go on the highway. I won't. The world spinning faster <laughs> than it did in the old days. <laughs> Yeah, song? Naturally, we have more natural disasters. And the red of the fox face. <laughs> we don't have anywhere near the buttery silk voice that old sure. buddy does. He's just able to get on any microphone and do what he does. Yeah, yeah. He can sing any fucking words and it won't matter at all. Yeah. Nope. Unbelievable. Yep. Anyways, the world is spinning faster, uh, Rascal Flats guy. But Tyreek Hill is faster than he's ever been. He's gone. How will the Chiefs react without having a one of one? A man who changes the math on the defensive side? They were just fine. Yep. And Travis Kelsey yep. and Patrick Mahomes reminded the world that, hey, in those third downs that were needed or fourth downs that were needed, red zone, whenever we needed something, the ball was going to Travis Kelsey. Now everybody remembers the Wasp play in the Super Bowl where Patrick throws it up to Tyreek. Tyreek was very, very important to the Chiefs' offense. But I think a lot of the players on the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid also, they wanted to prove, hey, we still got it. Five tuds, 350 yards, 144.9 QBR. Balls were in buckets. Points were scored. Put that shit on. (laughs) Do your dance, A.B., first down. They were awesome yesterday. The Cardinals might suck, but the Chiefs were awesome yesterday, AJ. Yeah, I mean, what a ball, though, right there. Just that yes. clip you showed. Like, there's three Whoa. different defenders trying to roll with, with Kelsey there, and, and Mahomes right, just steps up into the pocket. No pressure, really. Beauty right over the linebacker's shoulder. I love the fact that we're stealing these videos, clearly. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. From somebody. <laughs> 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 see it on the ball. 
No, uh, we requested these. No, no, we requested these videos. Couldn't get the yeah, videos. Pay for them. We'll do old school steel videos exactly. in a legal fashion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we're doing. Patrick Mahomes on that Chiefs team, unbelievable. Defense also good. Call. Yeah, very good. And I thought that, you know, there was a chance that after everything with the Cardinals, maybe they come out and they're just guns blazing because of the Kyler stuff mm-hmm. and everything. And they got shut down the entire game. Like, there wasn't a moment Who's similar. Who's that, Steve? Uh, yeah, Spagnola. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another year in the system, right? Yeah, Remember, it usually takes time, though. So complicated. We talked about it last week. I think a lot of times his scheme, like, does. There's some growing pains, which there still may be. But hey, they they started out on the right track. Well, last sure. year they had a lot of those growing pains, oh, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's, and Justin Reed comes in, Tyron mm-hmm. Matthews out. He's kicking bombs. I mean, you got does this guy Shohei Otani? Like, he's unbelievable. He <laughs> might be the greatest athlete of all time, Justin Reed. I'm gonna say it. Like he's bombing balls. Yeah, and he's paid as a safety. Like yeah. he's not just a safety. And he's a very, very good safety. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, he's not just a safety. He's fucking wealthy safety. Like a guy safety. And somehow throughout growing up and becoming this monster safety, which most people have to, you know, commit their entire life to, mm-hmm. he figured out how to have a cannon. So he had to play soccer a lot. He hit this kickoff 80 yards, AJ. Eight people, probably. Ten people. Now, yeah, probably eight guys in the NFL could do that. Jeez. Kick it. Kickers. Full he did time an kickers. NFL game. An NFL game, too. Not just sitting at a, at a park somewhere in Illinois. Like, he did this in an NFL game <laughs> when it truly mattered. Yes. Hit a, hit an extra point. Missed an extra point. I talked to him a little bit afterwards. I don't want to reveal our conversations, but I told him. I don't, I don't want to say what he said back. He was trying to hate the second one. First one's like, who gives a fuck? You know? Then it ends up so well. Natural, whenever you're doing something as tedious as kicking, you try to duplicate that one. So you start to figure out what you did on the last one. Might overthink a little bit. Might try to aim it. Always going to leave your hips open whenever you do that because you're not fully committing to it. He still murdered the ball. Yeah. Yeah. It just it was like that's the little stuff that like kickers are like so robotic and can do. But I assume if Justin Reed worked on it, I don't know, a week, maybe two, He'd be able to figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. When you got that type of leg strength, you can miss hit a lot of makes. He's unbelievable for that team, AJ. Yeah, and how many? But like we said before, though, Cardinals lay an egg their first game, or they run into a, a buzzsaw in the Chiefs, and there's five thousand jokes. I guess they didn't. They needed more than four hours of study time. The whole team, like everyone, yeah. just makes these jokes. No, no, no. They got rid of that. Yeah. That's yeah, not in there anymore. Remember? Remember? You're right. Remember? It's remember? gone. You're right. It never happened. Yeah, Call of Duty Stinks now. That's right. Ty, it never happened. Never, never happened. It's gone. Yeah. It's it, not on the contract anymore. Nope. No. Yeah. It if was, it's not on paper, it's not in the world. No. Well, it's not a piece of information that we heard, and then anytime something like yesterday happens, we go, what uh, the, that's probably why. Yeah. Oh, this guy hates watching film. Oh, yeah. this guy doesn't know what the defense is going to do. Oh, what is the problem? Complicated Spagnuolo defense. Couldn't figure it out. Patrick Mahomes learns how to deal with losing his number one guy. No problem. Yeah. Says he wasn't able to understand what a defense was until like two and a half, three years <laughs> into his NFL career because how much film he had to watch. He's still able to go. This guy doesn't want to watch film. No. No, no, he does. Remember? No, yeah. That wasn't real. It's oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, you're right. Want to spoil the game, it's hard bro. not to do that. It's hard not to do that. Isn't it, AJ? Yep, it will continue. We know that. I'm a Kyler Murray fan. Sure. He's fun to watch. So am I. Really Steve fun. Kahn. Like Cliff Kingsbury. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their PR guy doesn't like us much. Fuck him. Jim but Prater. Prater's awesome. Jimmy uh, Andy Lee is awesome. Mm-hmm. James Conner gone to JJ Watt. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Rondell Moore. Buddha. Rondell Moore. Well, Rondell Moore being a different category as all the guys we just said. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the guys we just said gave us incredible interviews for our show. Uh-huh. Rondell Moore was certainly on the show, didn't like us. It's all good. We don't he's a good football player. Yeah, he loves ball. But 
damn, that was ugly. Yeah, bad. That was ugly <laughs> yesterday. But, NFC West, though. But this is, is it the Chiefs? Yeah. Or they, is it the Cardinals? Bro, it can be both. That's what I, It's kind of what I said at college game day. College game day, you know, we're doing like big storylines mm-hmm. a week two there at the beginning. And it was like, it got tossed to me last at the end. And classic week two convo. I'm just excited to see what teams are. I kind of mailed it in on that one, but it's real. (laughs) Like, we have no idea. There could be a team that's going to go on and be the second team since the 1972 Dolphins to go undefeated this entire NFL season. And it might not be any team. might be the fucking Vikings. Maybe Maybe the Vikings go on to do it. Maybe the Saints somehow figure out how to. We have no clue who's real and who's not. And this week is a big jump. This is a massive week. You got film. You got a chance to test out some shit on what worked, what didn't work. Bill Belichick said last week all the cards are on the table week one. You kind of get a chance to get a feel for what your team is, what your team isn't. A lot of adjustments are going to be made going into week two. So we have no idea how to properly judge anybody. But, man, there were some teams that I said, wow, they fucking suck. And then there were some teams I thought, oh, this might be the greatest teams of all time. And just seven days from today, our overreaction might be, do we know anything? <laughs> yeah. It is. The, the NFL and football as a whole, if you count in what happened on Saturday in the college uh, games, it's such a great sport. Yeah, it is. Anybody yes. can get got at any time, AJ. No question. And I, I almost forgot. We get Chiefs Chargers this Thursday night already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, we put, we put in a request for a couple Chargers because we get good relationships with their uh, PR people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, oh, we got a game in like two days, dude. Like, oh. oh, yeah. You do. Yeah. Sorry, 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 week. Week. Sorry, about sorry about it. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Hey, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. I made Feel Good Friday. Yeah. yeah. What do you say? Get Al and Herb Street for the first time, their debut, having that type of game. It's awesome. That's a huge game. And I think Amazon has a hell of a lineup for this year's NFL slate on yeah. Thursday night because first year being the primary provider. I can't wait for the future. I forgot to use these goddamn satellites at this. I've missed. Six minutes of all the halftime shows because of this. All six screens done. Mm -hmm. Hey, you got fiber running through there. Why don't you stream it? What? Okay. Do you have six televisions that you need to do your thing at your house? (laughs) Everyone's next. And also, we did this like four years ago. New place. We still got to get these. Oh my god. We still got to get satellites because how many TVs? They cornered the market. They did. Bullshit. But does it change when Directv doesn't have it anymore though? Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta. Wait till you hear about this bill oh, yeah. that I have to pay oh, to I get this imagine. in there for a one-year usage. Absurd. One year to get all this shit in there. Can we get one of those massive Are you considered like a sports bar? Huh? No, but it's built the same way. Okay. Because I know they, yeah, like if a sports bar wants to carry a game, they got to charge a bunch, right? Don't they have to pay a bunch? No, we don't have the commercial charging. It's just the tech in the back, the amount of boxes we have to have oh. and satellites we have to have. How many billion feet of wires are you going to run through Six. that place? Oh, that's well, that's why we are hopefully going to be in that place next Monday. Yeah. Supply chain. Supply well, chain. Well, it's becoming a Zito production over there, too. All these super duper, you know, we've been there, done that. We've done everybody's thing. They come in. They do their stuff. Then once they get out of there, we have to make it, like, usable for our show, which should be the only thing that matters, but obviously not. Uh, so Zito's got to go in there and rewire yep. fucking everything. Oh, good. <laughs> what? Good. <laughs> it's awesome. Makes sense. It's awesome. It'll all work out. Just like I think it'll all work out for the defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, yesterday took a devastating blow in the loss of the reigning defensive MVP and wow. TJ Watt with a torn, torn tit. 
And we uh, hey, Godspeed, TJ. TJ had three tackles for loss, uh, one sack, two pass breakups, one of which being an interception on his way to potentially wreak havoc for another entire season and win another award. He's out. So now it'll call upon all the other dogs on the defensive side, one of which stole the damn show yesterday. He had a pick six early. He blocked an extra point to basically win the game. 14 tackles. Just got paid. Ladies and gentlemen, safety of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick. Hey, yeah. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, at what point yesterday did you think to yourself, they are not paying me enough money? Minka, <laughs> you just got broken off. Hell of a start, man. You should yeah. be very proud. Uh, going into that game, did you guys know what your defense was capable of? I mean, it's like seven sacks, five turnovers, something like that, six of this. I mean, you guys were dominant. Did you know going in that's what you guys were going to be, Minka? Yeah, I think I think we knew that. Uh, I think we, we got our whole defense back that we had in the years past. Uh, so we were able to go out there and play uh, play like, like we did in, in years past. So um, I don't think there's anything new. I think uh, everybody, you know, we, we worked real hard this offseason with the new pieces that we brought in, and uh, we executed and did our job how, how we normally would. Somebody hey, said something. <laughs> hey, what were, your, what were, like, the team's emotions like, especially the last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of that game? Like, it was bizarre watching that thing. It seemed like it was it was over seven different times where you thought it would be, and yeah. then you guys come out on top. Like, was that a fun game to be a part of, I would imagine? Yeah, it, it was fun because it's one of them games where, where you had to, like, check yourself uh, often. You know what I'm saying? It's when, when you think the game's about to be over and then it's like, all right, deep, nope, defense out there. All right, nope, offense is back out there. Oh, no, it's overtime. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't let yourself uh, go, to the, go to the place uh, uh, where you think, oh, we're about to lose this game. Or, oh, uh, like I said, on the field goal block, like, like there was a, for a second I was like, oh, we're about to lose this game and go home all mad. You know what I'm saying? But then I was like, ah, we got we got one more play. I could I could, I could go get this and, and, and change the game. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we did. So uh, it, it was it was it was one of the wildest games I've been a part of for sure. Minka, you see that ball? Or you run blind, just put your hands up and hope you hit it. I know you 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 see it off his foot, and then you just try and get to the block point. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't follow the ball off his foot. It's moving too fast. But you see it off his foot, see where it might be, and then you put your hands up, try and cover as much space as you can with open hands and. That's it. How much gum did Danny Smith chew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, at, least, at least 30 pieces. That man would be, be, be full, full mouth every day. A full hug there from him whenever you block that extra point? Or how, what's the reaction afterwards? Because you guys got to obviously dial back in immediately. Yeah, no, it was it a was quick little little block party, as, as we call it. And, uh, and, uh, and, and right on to the next snap. Uh, let's talk about the offense. Cause we, no, no, no. First. TJ, goddamn. Obviously, whenever they show the amount of years of the starters on the offense, on the defense, and in the special teams, the defense has a lot of OGs around there. Offense, very new. TJ was one of, obviously, the pillars of the D. You lose him late in that game. He was a menace. I guess it's just now next man up, or what's the conversation like this whenever you lose the defensive MVP week one? Yeah, obviously it's, it's tough. Uh, TJ is a great player for us. He he balled out for the for the amount of time that he was in the game. Um, but yeah, like like you said, it's it's a next man up principle. Uh, you know, we love TJ. We're gonna pray for TJ, and uh, hopefully he'll be back faster than, than what's important. Um, but but yeah, it's a next man up. We got to get whoever's uh, gonna be playing in there for him. 
uh, up the speed and, and hip to, to the standard that, that we play to. Defense is going to have to win some games because the offense is going to still try to figure it out, even though seems like it's going to be much better than people think. Tone Diggs, your question for Minka. Uh, Minka, they got you for a, a roughing call, Mickey Mouse roughing call, and then literally <laughs> the next play in the back of the end zone, I think it was the next play, you separated the wide receiver from the ball, and then it yeah. seemed like you had a couple words for the ref there. What would you tell him? <laughs> I asked him, I said, was that clean? Oh, okay. uh, maybe I shouldn't have said it, but, but that's what I said. No, no, you should say that more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should say that type of stuff more, a little yeah, accountability, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a very sarcastic remark. But <laughs> I was full of emotion, full of uh, energy, but, you know, they, they gave me two terrible calls. It is what it is. Hey, listen, it wouldn't be the Black Air Force One mentality if you didn't <laughs> talk to the ref a little bit after right, a fuck exactly. up. Now, exactly. let's exactly. talk about the locker room a little bit. Everybody sees put that shit on from Tomlin and him rapping yeah. in there. In the past, that was big conversation about like bad for the team feels like Tomlin is the perfect coach in the NFL a player a coach that I would want to play for is that the mindset in there that that looked electrifying in there and the fact that the head coach is right in the middle of it is awesome for the rest of the year how do you view coach Tomlin and what is the conversation about him in the locker room man I I love playing for coach T man he's a he's a player's coach he's allowed he allows us to go out there and play how we want to play but he's also going to challenge us. He's going to he's going to lead us, um, and I think everybody loves playing for him because 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 of that. You know what I'm saying? He allows us to be ourselves, but he doesn't want us to be robots. And uh, he also is himself. You know what I'm saying? He's not one of these stuck up thinks they're better than everybody else type coaches. He's a coach that uh, uh, he knows who he is. He's confident who he is, and uh, you know, coach he loves the game and he expresses it. You know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that he's in there dancing with us, he said before the game, when you know, when we win, we're gonna be in the locker room making TikToks and doing stupid dances. You know what I'm saying? Just, just the fun of it. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he does that, we we love it. Uh, uh, it makes the game a whole lot more fun for us. It seems like you guys are all like it's tough to ever count you guys out. Obviously, is that something you think Mike Tomlin kind of? I don't know, like. It's a trickle down effect because the dude is always in it. He's always seems to be like one hundred percent. Your whole team seems to kind of have his personality. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Coach T, he he said he has this phrase where he says, "Cut your eyelids off." Right. So saying like, "Don't blink." So that means that that no matter what's going on in the game, don't act surprised. Don't act. Don't act like we're out down and out. Uh, act like you know we're professionals uh, and go about every play like like a professional. Uh, you know that that phrase is just, is just saying embrace whatever comes, control what you can control. Uh, whether that's you know needing five turnovers to win a game or four hundred yards passing to win a game, that's that's what we got to do to win. Uh, you know, yesterday was a perfect example of cutting our eyelids off and going out there and playing ball. You had to be surprised when Evan McPherson missed the twenty nine yard though, but bad operation mm-hmm. on his fault. That had to be a bit surprising, was it not? No, yeah, it was surprising. I mean, but it's football. Hey, don't know. blink. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Don't blink. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Minka, we appreciate you joining us. We know you got a meeting. We know it's a busy day. Uh, keep killing it, man. We can't wait to watch the rest of the season. And congrats on the bag. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, back. Hey, good luck out there, ladies and gentlemen. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I'm happy you could squeeze us in there, honestly. Busy day for yeah. everybody over there. And the T.J. Watt news, no fun in that building for the entire defense, I assume, A.J.? Everybody, I mean, coaching staff. Yeah, it definitely would not be a whole lot of a lot of fun right now. But man, so he's guaranteed out for the year. No, uh, I heard there's rumors that he might not be. Right. Well, he's a what? Why? So that is something to think about. And that's kind of what Minka just alluded to. I guess he'll be back sooner than people the think. The news coming out is a little more optimistic that 
good. Apparently, apparently it's not definitely surgery right now. They're trying to determine whether it's going to be surgery or rehab. Um, so mm. apparently it's not the whole season nice. yet. Okay. So, so he's a one. Go. Be All right. There's hope. I think so. JJ think. came back. Remember last year that he made the most this remarkable recovery of all of time when he had a pec. So maybe the Watt pecs are different. Is it bicep or pec? Might have been bicep. Maybe it's the lake water. Get out of that lake. Yeah, they're going. They're doing oh. it in a cold tub. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he needs to go sit in that lake for like four or five oh, days, and then that pec will no heal up. He needs to get one of those astronaut helmets that people wear underwater. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, one of those little things that you got around because he needs to get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All there. the way in the lake. Zero, right. Yeah. And TJ Wide definitely floats. You know, because he's, sure. he's yeah. a gift from the gods. Quick. So he needs to get one of those things on to get him to the bottom of that lake so we can really ice up. And they just need to change the oxygen mm-hmm. yep. so he could sit in there 24, 72 hours. They say a hyperbaric chamber is the way to go. He needs to be entrenched by the lake nectars exactly. up there in Wisconsin <laughs> for that tit to come back full. Sorry, that tit to come back fully. Do you think they could maybe just dunk him in the Mahonga Gala? The what? What? How dare you? Maybe. <laughs> What? Maybe. What do you say? What do you mean, the Mon? Yeah, the Mon. The Monongahela. I knew it was around there somewhere. What I just did you say? Monongahela? The, the Monongahela. All right, unbelievable. It's losing some other stuff. Yeah, well, or you know what? Just put them right there at the point. Let them drink in the, the Ohio. Let them drink in the Allegheny. Right. Let them drink in the Monongahela. Right. Give them one of those things. Yeah. Because there's dead bodies flashing by. <laughs> yeah. And we don't need him getting CTE from helmet to helmet contact. Oh, yeah. And send Kaboli down to watch him just to make sure nothing like that ever happens. Kaboli's friends uh, with one of the. Uh, Renters of cars yeah. that got blown up in Miami. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joe something. <laughs> I did see this. He picked. A, he's, he was a hero. Guess uh, he was up till four thirty a.m. And he woke up early this morning. Yeah, to go on. He was on. Uh, Wake up with K. No, up and Adams. Tony. He was on up and Adams this morning, and he quote tweeted the video, and he goes. Looks like he was up till 4.30 a.m. <laughs> saving his friend whose rental car was blown up in Miami. Picked him up in his sheets parking lot. <laughs> what a stallion, dude. What a stallion. Beast. Kaboli's the best. He's always there for people. For us. Always there. Uh-huh. Always there for and, us. And his friends. Hey, nobody got hurt for with those cars exploding? So. That's, that's crazy shit. I thought there's no way, right, 13 cars get destroyed because of one little grill. And then Zito was like, uh... You put that grill right under a gas tank, basically, under a car. Everybody kind of just slides their grill under their car. And if it's got that good charcoal. Yeah, good kinks. If it's got that, that thing cooks up. That gas tank catches fire. It's not just the grill, you see. The car is actually what becomes the bomb. You know, so it's it's not a grill that blew up. It's actually a car Mm -hmm. that blew up. Mm -hmm. And affected 13. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. nobody was hurt. But goddamn, walking out of that game on a high, we just beat (laughs) Bill Belichick. Hey, we're back. Oh, no. oh my God, my Mercedes! Where's my car? Somebody bombed my fucking car. <laughs> yeah. What a wow! Hey, we need to be um, we need to be a little bit more heady on where we're putting grills. Sure. Yeah, who let's came not, up with that? Let's not put fires under gas tanks. Who's Wasn't the first smoking. guy? Hey, like, they might try to what? ban grills now from tailgates. I sure hope oh. not. Well, they have like the charcoal trash can, so all you have to do is take your trash or your your grill and dump it in there. They call me a king of tailgating. Ain't <laughs> yeah, that right, Zeta? Right. Oh, yeah. and Jerry Rice. Rice Aroni, that would never happen though. Because you don't need charcoal for no, rice right. Just yeah, a microwave. People drink 25, <laughs> 25 beers before a game. You think they're walking their charcoal grill down to some yeah. dumpster, dump it out? Let's not overreact, though. <laughs> this is something that the world does. Something like this happens, and somebody goes, I care for people more than anybody else, which they probably do. And they say, I'm banning grills 
from the parking lot. And there'll be people like, come on, you're going to take away our team's finally fucking good. We're finally going to have like an experience and atmosphere. You get to it. It's like, oh, you don't care. That's what they'll say back. Oh, you don't care. Would you, what if a kid was here? What if this was happening and they ban it forever? That is something that is on the table. It is on the table to do. I would hope that, you know, maybe the tailgaters, which I've never been a part of Mm -hmm. the tailgating society comes together on their message board and says, listen, we're not putting open flames under gas tanks anymore. No more. And I, I, I hate that it took this to get to this point, but God damn it, no more open flames under gas tanks. I wouldn't be surprised if Kingsford right now Ooh. is reaching out to those people who lost their cars and already making it right. Kingsford oh. does it right. They're buying them a newer, nicer vehicle. Yeah, big, and guess big what? Kingsford show. Yeah, well, yeah. John D. Hey, Grills. Nothing better than Kingsford charcoal. Kingsford charcoal. <laughs> they've moved a lot of charcoal in their day. Mm-hmm. Thirteen new cars is nothing. No big deal. Look at nothing. this. Throwing a new Kingsford grill with them too. Hey, yeah. congrats, Kingsford. Yeah. Way to go, Kingsford. Kingsford. Thank you, Kingsford. Good people, I Kingsford. You're welcome, Kingsford. If you do this, the amount of pub you'll get. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be crazy. Think about Just it. Do it, Kingsford. <laughs> What's it gonna Just cost? Thirteen cars. That's it. Well, supply chain. A lot of those cars probably not gonna have certain chips in them either. You're not gonna be able to recline a seat in a couple of them. <laughs> That's a good point. Roll the windows able, down. You will be able to get them though. You will be able to get them. 2022. We're smarter than ever with the worst shit we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. There's a new iPhone coming out on Friday. Oh, that's right. Oh, we gonna stay. Hey, Hangman told me that. That's how I learned about the new Apple phone. Love you, Hank. Oh, with him on game day? Yeah, yeah he actually picked USC because the nerds at Stanford are too focused on a new iPhone <laughs> drop coming on Friday. Big nice. pop out of me. Yeah. I was like, all right, this guy, hey, he's he's a human. Yes! He's a guy. Oh, is he good? You can speak to him? Yeah. he actually. That's, that's really good to hear. I don't want to out him at all because I don't know who would be pissed off about this, but he was drinking a beer right before he came on. Right? Yeah, why? Right? So I'm like, love that guy. Love, yeah, how, yeah. love how hyped he was when the flyover happened. Oh, yeah. Well, that was an interesting situation. He's hangman. Yeah, you guys. It was an interesting, because we stood, obviously, for the national anthem. I'm right next to Hangman. Felt like I was downrange. Did he right. salute? Did he yeah, throw off the... No, he had, I think he had a uh, hat over heart. Okay. I believe he had hat Class over heart. Act. But I did kind of feel like we were downrange a little bit. Yeah, Me and Hangman standing there, overlooking the entire stadium. Yep. The Definitely t- downrange. The time, it felt, I'm just saying in my it mind. Fe- it felt yeah, that rain. Shut up, AJ. Actually, I, yeah, yeah. I'm nowhere near tough enough. Hangman saved the world. We know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about him just backing that plane up right now? I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, this is your savior speech. Ladies and gentlemen. Dude, the guy on the sticks is undefeated, literally. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, that was a moment. We're standing there, national anthem's going on. I'm, like, kind of taking it all in. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. And then the flyover, I turn, I see it on the camera. And in my ear, I, I hear, we got to do... We got to do these picks before the game, like the game's about to start. But the flyover still appears to be pretty far away. Yeah. Hangman hearing the same thing I'm hearing. Hangman not turning. No you know, way. Like, nah, I'm going to wait and see this goddamn plane flyover. And now we're starting the pick segment again over here. So my first day on the job, I'm like, here we go back. I turn around just right after that. Hangman. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he was so pumped because Tom was flying that plane. Uh, probably TC yeah. on that thing. Yeah. Good looking plane. Great environment. Yeah, that, that place was, awesome. was rocking. Great environments. <laughs> the mullet played. Could you imagine being that handsome? You put that thing on your head, and somehow you're more handsome than everybody even unbelievable. more. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Shout out, Hangman. Shout out, Hangman. Quinn Shout before out. he got hurt. Yeah, he was balling. Balling. A couple flick of the wrist, too. And I don't want to say, all right. Mm. I said, if Quinn Ewers survives today, yeah. we're going to learn a lot. About Texas and Quinn Ewers. Because although it sounds like we've known him and feels like we've known him for 100 years, 
He's only 19 years old still. Yeah. He's got millions of dollars. He's got a great mullet. We know about his moxie. I'm a big fan of him. Sounds to be kind of, when he was doing the interview, kind Chill. of soft-spoken. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. If you have a mullet, though, you got sure. moxie. Right, of we course. know it. Yeah, Everybody there. knows it. When it comes out, I'll be excited to hear it. But 19 years old playing against that Alabama defense is grown men. Now, jeez. Mm-hmm. That ball is awesome. The beard is awesome. The way he throws the ball is awesome. Mm -hmm. The way he sits in the pocket and takes shots and still gets throws off is awesome. But goddamn, 19 years old going against those grown-ass men from Alabama, I think that was my biggest question mark. And it was – they called it a late hit. I think uh, he didn't have to land on him. Him landing on – I think he could have done a little differently. But, man, that was so sad because Texas looked fucking – Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That team looked awesome. Everything Sark was pushing for. The environment was electrifying. Texas fans deserve that. They showed up. Not for not only for game day, but for that fucking game. Packed. Yeah. They're sweet. People laughed at him. People laughed at like Texas fans when they're going, oh, you guys think you actually have a chance? What were they, 17-point dogs? 20. I said Alabama 20. by 50 on game day. Right <laughs> yeah. in the face. I felt terrible. But I just yeah. assume Bama's going Bama. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how I – I forget that there's always the rat poison game that happens with Saban, right? Mm-hmm. These are yeah. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds, even though they look like they're 6'5 and run 4'2s. Like, these are still kids that are battling out there. But Quinn Ewers – sucks for Quinn. Arch is coming in next exactly. year. Exactly. How long is he out? Four to six weeks, I think they said. Which, Man. in college, that's, that's three-quarters yeah. of the season. Right. Yeah. Go back to Ohio State when Arch comes back? Just go right back up there after Jeez. season. He deserves to play. Yeah, Can you sure. do that? Could you? I don't know. I don't know if you could go back. How many no. transfers do you get? I don't as know. As you want to. I don't know. Now there's a window, right? Yeah. That you can't oh. just transfer it anytime. Hey, that USC team is going to be – Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. They're going to go. Caleb Williams is fucking remarkable. Mm-hmm. He's very good. Seems like a great leader, too. So, like, a leader of men. With all the transfers they have, not only on the offense side, but the defensive side, got dogs. Transfer from corner, I forget what school, had a pick early, and then almost took the thing you are, and they're like, oh, this is a transfer from. Yeah, it's yeah. like every position, they just, they got a super team almost. And that's yeah. not easy to corral and uh, navigate, especially chemistry-wise, in coming together when everybody clearly has motives of making a lot of money. That's why they're going there. But Lincoln Riley has this appeal, I think. Yeah. Everybody loves him. Caleb is a guy. I I mean, it's only a matter of time for Will Ferrell's back uh-huh. and everybody's back. USC is going to do their yeah, thing. Yeah, I think this it was year. 10 starters from other teams transferred in on defense. And then obviously, yeah, Caleb to Jordan Addison, what they have two more. 75 and a 50 yarder. And then running back is good. It's just everybody. It feels like that. And Lincoln Riley's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Now, in the playoff, he hasn't because no. he's never had the dudes, never had the dogs. <laughs> Feels like he's got the dogs this year. They were actually going to be in my Final Four uh, if I was asked to give it on game day, which I will still hold off. I will let the <laughs> announcement be on game day. But I like the USC team. I think a lot of folks around uh, old college heads, college football heads, do not want USC to succeed. Why? It, I think college football is better when USC is rolling like they Absolutely. were with Reggie Bush, Matt Leiner, that whole crew. I concur, but not this way. The way they Oh, because they're trans. They're dirty money. <laughs> so I, I everybody. Okay, so do you hate every team? Well, <laughs> exactly. I will tell you that most, not most. I think a majority of people are very nice to me, and I appreciate it. I'm excited to, you know, continue to learn the show that uh, I'm very lucky to be on in College Game Day. Everybody was so nice to me. I fucking appreciated it. I loved College Game Day this past weekend. I enjoyed the hell out of Texas. I think I'm a University of Texas men's basketball coach now. <laughs> no Woo! big deal. So no big deal there. That's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Got to see their entire facility. Man, 
If you think about some of the people that watch College Game Day, I am a three-piece of everything they fucking hate. You go to a buffet of things that they hate. I have it all. The way I look, they hate it. They were staring at a $55,000 outfit, hated it. I was disrespecting College Game Day Mm -hmm. with what I was wearing. The way I talked and sounded, hated it. And I said baptized and there are mostly a lot of Southern very religious people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I was a fool, bomb, bomb, bomb to some people. And this is exactly what we talked about last week. Once I'm dropped in front of a new audience and forced to be watched by some people, they are going to fucking hate me. I want to let them know, though, I'm going to win you over. Hell yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'm doing my work. I'm proud to be on that show. I'm honored to be on that show. I'm just trying to be an additive to that show. And everybody over there was so nice to me. So helpful for me, and uh, I'm very honored to be a part of it. But with that being said, I don't know if I can just pick up and change my voice. That's going to be <laughs> sorry. That's going to be tough for me to do, but I shall try, AJ Hawk. I mean, I think it's awesome. I, I think obviously you bring a lot of juice to the show, which oh, yeah. is which is fun to see. But who do you think? Like who? What people are upset at you and uh, your appearance? Old, old and Southern whites. Old, okay. boom. old mm-hmm. Southern whites. Bang. That's a large majority of college football For how fans. long, though? Like, if, what is it? If they, if all of a sudden like, you're kind of presented in a long, like, they're like, oh, okay, I know, I know this guy. They definitely know who you are, and they see you on game day. Are they just, like, surprised? Like, wow, he has a lot of juice or what? Yeah, everybody thinks it's a gimmick. Like, oh. that's the thing. It's who like, cares? McAfee's doing his fucking stick again. <laughs> that's exactly that's yeah, exactly really. what it is. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I am the way I am. I'm gonna let you know. I've been with me for 35 years. It's fucking exhausting. But with that being said, I think I'll get you. I think I'll get you because every week it's gonna be the same damn thing, and they are only gonna try to make me better over there. They are. Hey, they were very cool to me. Professionals. Reese, great. Reese is very, very good, good at what he does. People thing, overlooked yeah. that. I great. Reese, great. Dez is hysterical. Mm-hmm. And Dez, I think maybe he'll realize this. There's things that only me and Dez fully understand on that panel as opposed to everybody else. Not taking a shot at anybody else, but I think there is some potential. Like, I love Desmond Howard. I was a fan of him as a player. I think he and I are, as we go, Is there's going to be some moments between me and Dez that are going to be good. Now, there was an entire meat and mouth pause situation yeah, of course. this past weekend. Pause. That was that was, very, that was a highlight of the show. That was Emmy. They should send it into their Emmy clip. They should. Anyways, Dez, right on that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like I'm very excited oh, for that. Cool. Herb Street, obviously, and I. Herb's. He's and he, every time he starts talking, I'm like, all right, here we go. This is a professor. I need to listen wow. to what he's saying. And if it goes directly against what I was just saying, I am automatically Flip. like, Fuck. wow, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I am wrong. David Pollock, freak athlete. Yeah. Freak athlete, very, very nice to me. I'm very appreciative of that. I don't know if everybody assumed that Pollock would be nice to me. He was overly nice, overly kind. And I watched him shoot some hoops at that new Texas uh, basketball pre- uh, practice facility that didn't even have paint on the floor yet. Didn't even have paint. We were the first people to shoot in this fucking thing. And Pollock was making a lot. I mean, he was 38-inch vertical and he was weighing 270. Jesus. Was he oh, the second shit. or third overall pick? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember exactly. Top 10 for sure. I don't remember. Broke his neck, I remember. Yeah, just Damn. dog. Lee Corso, incredibly nice to me, obviously. Everybody knows the coach is an icon out there. Behind the scenes, everybody was cool. Little Herbie was around. Herbo. Oh. Yeah, Herbo was around. It was great to see him. It was good to see everybody. I'm very, very thankful to be there. But I do apologize to those old Southern whites that got everything they hate in one package, and that package was me, and they saw a lot of it on Saturday. I was just as surprised as you were, Old Southern White, that I was on that much, and uh, I enjoyed every single opportunity, and I promise that will probably be the same every week. So 
I'm so sorry. That's all we can ask for is consistency. As now as a man who might have some answers to all the questions that we have, including the Dak Prescott Dallas Cowboys quarterback situation. He's a senior NFL insider for the league and the network that it represents. He's also the host of the weekly wrap-up of Rap Sheet and Friends, us being the friends, he being Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who has merch on our store now, Ian Rappaport. Yay! I hope you guys have all bought a shirt. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's available hate, on at the store. It's leading seller. I hate Rap Sheet. It did move some shirts, by the way. It moved some. Yeah, cup two or three. Yeah. More than that. Am I beating Rogers? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why was that? Why do you got a bully? That, so much. Well, that's he's a bully too. No, we should motivate. Hey, you're on a trajectory that's not as good as Aaron's. It could potentially one day turn into as good as Aaron's. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But, but it'd be rude to judge your both right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, I actually feel a lot better now. I feel like I need to nice. improve the performance, but don't really feel down about it. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Perfect. It's Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? He's got a new haircut. He looks super cool. He said, give me the AJ Hawk. They did. Uh-huh. He looks awesome. Right. All right. Let's dive into it, Ian, for answers that you have that we don't. We went around the internet one time for an overreaction. A lot of Dallas Cowboys people saying, give us Jimmy G. Dak has the Bennett fracture in his thumb. Supposed to be out till October or November. What are they looking to do next, Mr. Ian Rappaport? Uh, so, yes, first of all, in the surgery, uh, expected to have surgery today uh, from a local hand surgeon. You're right. You're probably looking at early November. They got to buy in early November. So my guess is that you're probably going to see him the week after that, which would be about eight weeks of no DAC. I think six games and eight weeks, if, if I did that correctly. Um, they are going to go internal first. So the plan is to go with Cooper Rush, who I know no one's ever heard of. And everybody likes backups that are familiar and that we've heard of. Uh, This is a team that has evaluated, I would say, pretty well, and they like them. Time is going to tell, and we will see. Um, But that is what they're going to do now. I do not expect them to be the Jimmy G team, mostly because Dak is coming back. And if you're going to give up a real, real draft pick, and for the 49ers to give up your backup plan, it would have to be like a real draft pick, like a premium, probably mid-rounder. Um, what about Cam? What's that? What about Cam? I just don't see it. I mean, the last time Cam played football, it didn't look great. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, punditry. Punditry. Oh, punditry. Oh, rap sheet pundit. Okay. Knowing the football people as I do, they really like people who know the system and are familiar, and they have seen a lot of Cooper Rush, and we even saw him last year, and he looked – Okay. Can I also say something, speaking of punditry? And I know you guys mm-hmm. did the whole internet thing, so you probably saw this. What? It's possible the Bucks defense is good, right? Yes. Sure they are. Like, I think they might be really, really good. So, like, I know the Cowboys suck and everyone, but, like, the Buc- it might, oh. part of it might be because the Bucks are good. That's not this show. Thanks for following the product. Right down the middle. Said. I like what right. AJ, what are you saying, pal? Ian, any update on T.J. Watt? Is there a chance he comes back this year? He's in meetings right now. They said he's been around the building. He won yeah. in the meetings. What's that all about? What are you hearing? So, Tell us. yeah, I think there is a chance. And we're not going to know until probably tomorrow. So, usually injuries are like, all right, you know, tore something. It's an ACL. You get the MRI confirmed, and that's that. This is not like that because sounds like to me T.J. Watt has options. And the options are have surgery, which would be one. Uh, another is not have surgery, do rehab, come back after a couple weeks, and maybe he only misses three or four games. 
if he has a pec tear and it's a muscle tear, that is a possibility. Um, and it has not been ruled out. I've talked to several people pretty involved, and they think that is possible. So we'll know more tomorrow, but the sort of doom and gloom surrounding the TJ Watt injury, it's really not there now, which is great. And, like, from the reporters who were in the locker room, they reported him being, like, not in a terrible mood. That could be why. Okay. So him walking off the field saying, that's why I have my back. That's why I have my back. And he didn't have to be that good of a lip reader to know that that's bad fucking news for Pittsburgh. Sounds like it might be some good news. Let's go back to that Tampa Bay team, not the defense that you said could be great. Let's go to the offense. Chris Godwin, hamstring two weeks. Is that for sure? Uh, Two weeks is not for sure. Um, But I know he's going to miss some time. So I would not expect him out next week. And they actually have like a – Really tough. I mean, every team's tough, but they had a tough schedule kind of going forward, so they're going to miss him for a little bit. I don't know if it's going to be two or three or maybe more. Oh, uh, when you're, Jesus. Sounds like the knee, according to my esteemed colleague Tom Pelissero, the knee came out fine, which is good, but hamstrings early in the season, and they have so much depth now. Oh, shit. Um, I think they'll, he'll probably miss some time. Look at that. They got Saints, Green Bay, That's Kansas nice. City, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Carolina. So they do have. Quite a I mean, lineup. Tough. They're going to have to score some more touchdowns. Tom Brady said in a personal promo video on his Instagram with an incredible jawline, looks like he is on a new TB12 diet. He oh, said he, he said he st- it does. He looks unbelievable. Good tan too. The guy, huh. well, fine wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right. And Giselle wished him good luck and said, "Let's go, Bucks." Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going on back at home? But he said that he stole a touchdown from Lenny when he threw one to Mike Evans. They're going to have to figure out how to get into the end zone. Julio Jones, anytime touchdown scorer last night, would have been a great bet to have. He looks like he is kind of adapted to that offense. Well, they need Godwin though. He is kind of the ingredient that makes it all go. They missed him last year. Hopefully, he'll be all the way back. Let's say at the wide receiver position, Keenan Allen. That was a devastating blow to the Chargers. They still get the win what is going on there yeah so he has an mri today have not heard back the definitive results yet but i would expect him to miss thursday night against uh thursday night against the uh kansas city chiefs which is not good it's a quick turnaround um it didn't seem to me to be overly serious so probably missed some time but maybe not a ton of time just thursday's just it's like three days away or whatever it is so I would expect them not to be out there. We requested a charger to come on the show, and their PR person said, we're playing, like, tomorrow, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, man. Relax. So I understand that the game's coming up. So Kenyon Allen, uh, I'll be eager to hear what he – he's very, very vital. Last question for me, then I know the boys have a couple questions about Patriot injuries and Packer injuries. Uh, Harris- oh, hold on one sec. Oh, I got to go. I got to text. No, no, no. no. Uh, this is – Mac Jones update. I'm actually – might yes. have to go. Yes. Um, so Mac Jones – uh, has suffered uh, back spasms, not a bad back issue. Pelissero reported x-rays were negative. Let's go. So Mac Jones is going to be okay. Okay, so you need some icy hot in there. Yeah. You need those things you buy at the airport that are like hot packs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. packs, packs. Yep. That kind of rub on the back there. He should hook up with some copper fit in the back, and yeah. he should sleep in hyperbaric chambers just because. Hell yeah! Why not? I mean, good news. He should do that. I mean, he should, regardless of injury, he should do that. A science says, yeah, if he's not doing it, he doesn't care about his body, but this That's is awesome. great fucking news yes. for Mac Jones. What are you going to say? Ian, to- in your tweet, you said, and there is a chance, Jones, plays this week is there a chance he doesn't play uh there is a chance he doesn't play and i was told definitively is uh it's basically not urgent or immediate uh and we'll see what happens later in the week as far as practice goes i know he feels a lot better right now 
than he did last night, two uh, which is very good. <laughs> so acupuncture, right? Isn't that a spasm thing, AJ? You know more about the body than me. I think, isn't that? I don't know. I guess it could help. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I don't know. You can, you can have some doctors. Talk to some doctors about it. <laughs> yeah, he, AJ is just a guy who takes very good care of his body, so he does a lot I've of I've done acupuncture on people. Yeah, it works. What? Excuse you're me? You're a shaman? Wait, I, you're an acupuncture? Yeah. Green Bay. Got some of those needles from the dude in Green Bay. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, whatever you need, man. I can help you. <laughs> you're stabbing people with needles? I have. I don't consistently, but I definitely this have. This isn't yeah. like one of those things you could sign up where you can marry people. This isn't like a yeah. doctor of law. <laughs> yeah. like you just oh, there's no people. rule. You can do it. You can do it. I'm clean. All right, Mac. Give this guy a call. Yep, call. call. He's five for five on acupuncturing people back to health. Yeah. But that's, good to hear that's, about, that's good to hear about Mac amazing. Jones. Uh, last question for me, I guess, before Ty has his question then. Um, Harrison Butker, what are they going to do with that? Justin Reed should kick off all the time. How's his leg feel? Have you talked to Justin Reed? Hip flexor, groin, hip. And Butker's ankle, what's going on in the kicking situation for the Kansas City Chiefs? This was a big specialist day yesterday. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was like all about the special. Every week, by the way. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. This week, more than any other week. So Harrison Bucker actually, uh, Harrison Bucker actually returned, which is good. But he's getting an MRI today, and sounded like he did not feel very good at all. Like they, t- I don't know if you saw, but they taped his foot up so much that it looked like a balloon. And then he ended up kicking a field goal and making a field goal. I believe. Fifty-four yarder, yeah, not just kicking. Yeah. yeah, it was a long one. Yeah, he side hopped out of it. You could tell he could put no pressure on it. What you have? No, they're getting MRI today. You're saying MRI today, but again, like we've seen it where a guy comes back, adrenaline and whatever, and then tape. But then three days later, whatever, it's not yeah. good. So like that's We're a really quick about. turnaround. That's. You you know how I really respect kickers and punters and long snappers, so I will be watching that uh, very closely. Yeah, please do. Long snapper goes missing. Clark Harris, so he tore his bicep. Hey, literally changed the game. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, (laughs) hey, listen, I'm on board. How long you been covering the NFL for? Thirteen years. Why are you so surprised? Yeah, what the hell's going on? Trying to learn the game. Jeez, tie your question for the Ian Rappaport. Rap sheet. Do you have any idea what the hell's going on with David Bakhtari? I mean, you know, we're, we're talking all last week. He's expected to play, or Domovsky thinks he's going to play, and then he says, hey, let's pump the brakes. Him and Elton Jenkins both did team stuff on Friday, and then neither guy, neither one of those guys played on Sunday, and it was deadly apparent that the Packers have to have both of them. Uh, what's, what's going on? Do you think both of those guys are going to be good to go Sunday night against the Bears, or, or what are you hearing? Yeah, I'm not sure about Sunday night against the Bears. Jesus. I mean, so I think with Bakhtar, and everyone, you know, look, Everyone wants him to play all the time, and he is extremely important. Jenkins, too. Um, they want to be sure that he is ready. Uh, they want to be sure that he is healthy. So I wouldn't be surprised if both those guys miss next week as well and have more of a week three type start, which it's a long season. Um, and I think if they are if they are fully ready to play when they play, that is an okay outcome, and it makes sense to be absolutely sure. Connor. Rapshi, another thing to look for for Thursday. Is J.C. Jackson coming Ooh. back, or is he still going to miss another game with the knee? Uh, J.C. Jackson was warming up on the field before the game. That is a good sign. Um, he had the – hit some – basically had his ankle scoped, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know right now about his status for Thursday. It seems awfully fast, and the fact that he wasn't able to be out there in the opener makes me think – that without a lot of practice, he wouldn't be out there on Thursday. But um, I'd say that's another status that we are keeping an eye on. I, I would be a little surprised, uh, but we will see. What's the scope on an ankle, AJ? You ever heard of that? There's not a lot of room down there to be scoping around. 
I don't know. What are they cleaning out? You have like some maybe bone spurs or something? Or yeah, I, I think it was uh, some sort of fragments, oh. some sort of bone fragments, Carson basically, Lawrence. just to clean it out. I was dealing with some discomfort. Too. Uh, that's, that's a what, delicate area. That's yeah, a small little so. area. Uh-oh. Good doctors yeah. out there. Hopefully he's okay. Hey, last question. What are you getting? Any more updates? Uh, Derek Barnett oh. tore his ACL. Oh, oh no. Jeez. That Eagles D-line is good, too. Yeah. Damn. This is what Ryan the game is, tweeting. though, Ian. Hey, this is the game. This is why your job exists. Because injuries happen. That's the NFL. Yep. Just, I know. You can't have it happen to, like, your most dominant players. Mm-hmm. And if you do, that's normally takes you out of the running. If you can manage the injuries better than anybody else, you're going to win a Super Bowl. Yep. And that's why being deep at speed and skill positions is nice. And I think Colts should maybe try to think about doing that a little bit. Tony, so your question for Ian Rapport. Ian, just so you know, uh, Harbaugh just announced Kyle Fuller's out for the season, too. Yeah, I'm asking about noise. Um, ACL, he said? Yeah. Who? What? Yeah. Huh. Kyle yeah. Fuller, ACL. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Good news on TJ, maybe. What about Nosh? Uh, so he was dealing with a list Frank injury during training camp, missed about four weeks, and has been back and I think fine. And then yesterday tweaked a little bit, and my understanding is the same injury. Uh, so he also had an MRI today. There's still It didn't seem to be overly major. Obviously, you don't want to sort of tweak the same injury. Um, so they're going to take a hard look at that and – you know, make sure that he is okay. And I think what you guys are seeing now is what we what we saw a little bit last year, which is teams be a little more cautious than they otherwise might have because it's such a long season. So, like, maybe take an extra week to say, let's make sure this guy is fine um, before we put him out there because you need guys for 17 weeks and then the long playoffs. Like, teams are being a little more cautious than maybe they previously were. Huh. Any other things we haven't talked about that's a big story or big happening in your life? Um, let's see. We talked about Dak. What? Uh, we talked about TJ. We what? talked about um, what else? Hold on. Let me want to get to my list. Hang on. What about JJ? What? Is he coming back? JJ. What? Uh, Eli Mitchell. We have not talked about. That's oh. another one. Okay. Um, and the 49ers running back going to miss, uh, definitely miss some time. He had an MRI today. Damn. We don't know how long, but I know he was ruled out really quickly, which is not a good sign. And so I would not expect him on the field this week or the next week, and then we'll see after that. But 49ers have basically like a factory of running backs, so I would think they would be okay. But really good player who's not going to be on the field after a Not a very good loss for the 49ers, I would say, to a team that most people thought would not be very good. So um, I'd say that's a noteworthy one. So let's say uh, – let's stay with the Niners. You're talking about the Niners losing to the Bears. I yeah. thought you were saying the Niners were a bad team. What about George Kittle? That groin, that field, no way. Would he play if this was week 17 or what do you think? Uh, he didn't practice at all. Uh, and it, Damn. It doesn't – I mean, I, he was listed as questionable, but it didn't seem like one of those things where it was a game-time decision. Um, we'll see if he can get out there and practice a little more this week. Would he practice without – would, would he play with, with practicing just limited? I'm not so sure. I think they'd like to get him a full practice. And with Kittle, because he plays so hard, uh, and not that other guys don't, but he particularly throws his body around and plays hard, they want to make sure he's fully healed because otherwise what you end up with is just re-aggravating the same injury over and over. So if he had to miss another week, like I wouldn't be that surprised. But I would also say for a young quarterback who you'd like to get in a rhythm, like – 
he is essential. Because, like, when Trey Lance is in trouble, that's the guy you find. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Well, it's a bummer. Hate it, especially on that field. That team. We can't judge Trey Lance yet or the Niners. No, let's reserve judgment for mm-hmm. that. But it's going to get interesting and get loud if they continue to potentially lose games. Go ahead, AJ. Ian, what about tonight? Russell Wilson brings his Denver Broncos into Seattle. He takes it back. Like, what? Any any new storylines you think happening tonight, or are we just going to see Russ put on a show? Well, first of all, I'm curious to see what Seattle does for him. I mean, won him a Super Bowl. Yeah. Legend, but like okay. the breakup has not exactly been smooth, you know. Uh, there's been some, there's been some discussions in the media about what may or may not have happened, who's to blame. So you know, does Seattle have like a nice warm video for him? Like I would imagine they do. Yes, but yeah. they have to, have to, right? Yeah, it better. Um, so we'll, you know, I'm sure they'll keep, probably keep that under wraps until we see it, whatever it is. But um, you know. Here's what's going to be interesting about Seattle. I think everyone expects the Broncos to be pretty good, and I think their defense especially is going to be really, really good. Uh, Seattle thinks that they're going to be a lot better than everyone anticipates. They got Geno Smith, at quarterback, but they're going to play hard and they're going to run the heck out of the ball. I'm like, Under. stadium's going to be crazy. Like, how actually good are they? And are they going to be the team? Are they going to be like the Bears? where everyone hasn't heard of them, Brilliant. and then they go out and just play their butts off and play well. Like, that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, how about the Falcons? Same way. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of that across the NFL schedule. and Lions, was, too? Get, I mean, whoa, oh, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Three-point game. game, dude. That was a three-point game. <laughs> I guess. We knew the Lions what? were going to play hard to the end. Yeah, that's what the Lions are. Yeah. They yeah. could have had a stop Mar- and had the ball and went and win that game. Could have, dude. Mar- Mar- Claw and fight. Even man. if we're getting our asses kicked, we will make it look better by the by the, the horn at the end of the game, man. I saw somebody who had an axe grind. Might have been. Uh, That's actually pretty good. <laughs> thank That's you. Good. We appreciate that. Did you see Lou Holtz earlier? Yeah. Come on, Lou Holtz. That actually was awesome. Penned by the a letter way. to Marcus Freeman. It's mm-hmm. on the internet. It's doing well on the internet. I'll check that out. I'll let you know. Um, the TJ Lang, I think, put out a bunch of videos. You know, Rodrigo, where we talked about in preseason, how he just runs into things. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like that was potentially going to be a problem whenever people start actually playing real football. <laughs> yeah. I think it did. I think that team's going to continue to grow. Great fight against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Let's go. This is the year for the Lions. Yeah, hundred percent. They're definitely better than last year. They ran the ball. Swift had his best game ever. That was the best rush offense by a Lions team in my entire life. Okay, yeah. here we go. Actually, was not a all right, Ian. We appreciate you, buddy. We assume you got to go do your real job. Thank you for the updates. We'll chat with you later this week. Thank you, guys. Buy a shirt. Talk to you later. Hey, that's going to help. Kids. Good promo. Yeah. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. Ian Rappaport. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's bounce around with some more overreactions around. Did we learn anything there? Kind of, not really. A lot of Godwin. Wait, waiting on MRIs. Yeah, Godwin going to be out for a while. Yeah. Nosh might Sounds be. Sounds like Bakhtiari and Nosh is scary. Mac might not play. Anything Liz Frank scares me. I didn't really know you could like sprain the Liz Frank. Usually, like it, whatever tears and you dislocate the bone. So, like, so that's good. That didn't happen. Yeah. What you say, Zudo? I didn't hear what you said there, pal. Of the Manning cast uh, guest, if you want it. Oh, it's the Manning cast on the ceiling? Yeah. yeah. Yep. But 18, or 8 13. They're going up against Troy and Joe now. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Huh. Guess one Saquon Barkley, fresh mm. off a monster Sunday. The New York Giants are all the way back. Hell yeah. yeah. Talked about them in the first hour. Don't come after us, Giants fans. I said on Friday, I'm never betting on Giants. Right. It's a different Giants. Yeah, uh-huh. Giants. It's a new team. Dayball, Wink. I mean, they got coaches over Dogs. there. They got players over there. Saquon's all the way back. Joel McHale, guest two, Seattle Seahawks fan, former host of the Soup, mm-hmm. and also former Washington football player. That's right. Great football really? player. And then guest three, Shannon Sharp Club. Shay Shay is coming to a Manning cast, and that's going to be awesome. 
I would assume. So tonight's going to be a great show. Yeah. Absolutely. Woo. It is crazy, though, because I forgot, and then I remembered, like, right before we went on to the show, I was like, oh, shit, Monday Night Football is Joe Buck and Troy yeah. Aikman. Like, I so. actually do want to watch that. I am going to watch that copy, so, you know. Maybe. We'll get clips, though. Clip. For sure. Yeah. For we'll sure. a lot of clips. For yeah. sure. It, made, it helped yeah. us last year a lot. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Taught us a lot. It did. Mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth. No chance. Nice. Hopefully Troy. Not if you got satellite, because if it rains. Yeah, you're done. You yeah. ain't seeing any of them. Not going to either. Who's going to get it? Who, who are going to be, like, where are we going to be watching it next year? Fucking anybody that isn't satellite. Yeah. Is all I care about. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. As somebody lives in Indiana, I mean. Just make it Apple. It sucks, dude. Wait until you hear the price we have to pay. It is so much money. Just, it's being tossed at the end here. It's bullshit. Because you have so many different TVs or what? Yeah. Each TV has to have a box? Yeah. That seems crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And then each box has to have a wire. And then after this year, you're going to have to just get rid of all of that and go to whatever comes? Precisely. At least you okay. can get it. Like in my house, they, they came and they said, oh, DirecTV doesn't work here. So I, I don't have an option to watch fucking Sunday ticket. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. What? How does the satellite not hit this particular part of Indianapolis? Cool. Wait, they told you that you can't have DirecTV at your house? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you get Sunday ticket by itself then? Nope. You can't. You have to be a DirecTV customer. Oh, wow. You put your address in there. If you can't have access to DirecTV, they give it to you. But what we're doing right here... Shouldn't have to. Shouldn't Why have to. is this? fucking let me exactly. log yeah. into something. Exactly. Yeah. I can literally log into... 2022. Into... Bro, come exactly. the fuck on. Wake up. Steve Jobs' daughter said the new iPhone's the same as the last one. So. Dang, yeah. Great. Dang it. Great. Man, I was yeah. looking forward to this one. But 12 to 13 was a big step. You know, now we'll get... Was it? The phone got much worse. Yeah, the phone itself. Well, work, yeah. The camera's... The camera got awesome. <laughs> yeah. The phone got much worse. Right. So maybe the 14 actually is similar to the 13 with the camera and everything, but maybe it actually operates as a phone. Yeah, phone is a little fast. That'd be sweet. That'd be crazy. They should just put more emphasis on the phone and realize, like, people don't give a fuck about the iPad. Okay, It's been the same for 25 years. Like, you don't need to hype up, like, oh, new iPad's really sweet. It's like, the phone's got a shitload of issues with it, okay? Let's fix that and focus on that. Yeah, everything has gotten worse. On they the got phone. us, though. Once they get you, they get you. Like, exactly. you can't leave. No, I will. No, of course not. I will. You can go to Android. I go to Android. Okay. Listen, I'll green text every motherfucker I talk to every day. If you I have Google to. phone. Oh, okay. What, what happens? Good think? luck getting your music and everything. I won't. <laughs> Hopefully, they just don't change the charger again. Because if they do, oh, they that, will. Then we're Speaking all... of charger, everything's going to USB C or whatever. Speaking of charger, What's that? I accidentally drove my new vehicle every day of the week. I'm running on. <laughs> Can't do that. Little to no. I'm running on sparks yeah. at this point. Double A batteries. Out. Can't drive it every single day. I mean, let's. What is Don't it? Don't you charge it at night? Oh, yeah. Just ain't enough. Oh, it doesn't charge fast enough? Well, as soon as I looked at that vehicle, I said, like, man, there's a lot of things that need power in this thing. How in the fuck Uh-oh. do they have enough batteries? And then you do a little research on the batteries. It's like, oh, that's how they have it. It's Charging it has become quite an issue, though. And Indiana isn't just packed with superchargers all over the place. No, they aren't. How so, many miles do you get an hour when you charge it? Uh, miles per hour? No, like say you plug it in for five hours. Are you are you averaging five five extra miles an hour? Or what oh, is great question. I don't know. I woke up this morning at eleven percent. I went to bed oh, no. last night at two percent. So we're picking up nine percent. Oh man! And well, you gotta get the, the air- old. You gotta get a new plug and put in, right? So I'm lucky. It was uh, maybe I gotta get a supercharger in my house. But to do that, I gotta get an electrician. And oh, yeah. to get an electrician, you gotta hope that they don't have any other jobs. But once again, there isn't any workers. So good luck. It's awesome. Everything's good. Everything. I'm very lucky to be where I'm at. But couldn't, couldn't use the air conditioner this morning because I was scared <laughs> I was going to run out of power. You know what I mean? And well, that, It was good this morning because it was only 58 degrees, but I guess it's supposed to get hotter. So, I'm, you know, this is all my fault, product of my undoing. But 
It feels like the more things change, more they stay the same. I'm about to run out of power. Well, that thing just foreclosed and shut down if you're on the highway. So. Just completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> power down. That'd be awesome. That, that would be awesome. I mean, it would suck, but it would be awesome. Would be hysterical. Hey, they need to come up with like little, like a, a thing that's the size of like a phone that you can plug in that gives you like fifty miles. Yeah, and portable juice pack. So when I first tried to save the world and bought a Tesla, it was the mm-hmm. P eighty five D way back. In Thank there. you for saving the world, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and not supporting fucking Saudi like all those. <laughs> <little> <laughs> <golfers>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. Buying Jeez. gas. Oh Jeez. yeah, yeah. God forgot about that. Yeah, I've been way I've been uh, out, of that hey, game. out of the game. Out of the I've been out of that game for a long time. I've been trying to save the world or whatever. Yeah, but now what? you go on game day. Nick, we're, we're forgetting Flyovers? about that. It's different. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> My personal decisions have been to save the world. Yeah, sure. And they took – you're right. They told them – pretty prominent part of it, too. When they told me I was sitting right in the middle of that goddamn table – I was like, well, this seems to be a bit much, don't we think? Yeah, are you this sure? Probably slide me to an end somewhere, and don't we think that's probably the right move? It's like, nope, that's Herbie. That's Dez. That's you. That would be you. <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> like, oh, this ain't, there's a lot of pressure. I enjoyed the <laughs> fuck out of it up there. Yeah, though. it was awesome. It was awesome. But, yeah, I tried to save the world with uh, when I first got the Tesla because that's how they were promoting it, and it was faster, quicker, and better equipped than all the nicest cars on Earth somehow. So the alien Elon came down and said, this is how you do it. Then he just released his... Uh, patent to yeah. everybody like hey this is actually how you do it now all these other cars are doing it but they've been chatting about being able to drive up something dropping a battery out putting a new full battery in and then going oh, and that, being like, that being like the gas That'd station sweet. basically that's like what the people were talking about that's 10 years ago 15 years ago that ain't never gonna happen nope. yeah how expensive are those batteries would you have to pay a, like a fee I mean, like that whole thing is batteries them? I would imagine you would probably become like a um, a, cost, a like member a man- okay and then you can yeah Good luck. Then you got to build those places where you can do that. Yeah, what I'm saying is that ain't ever happening. Well, no. Yeah, then you got to make more batteries, too. And from what we know yeah, about sure. making those batteries. Oh, no. Good luck. Not to mention the supply chain. What did Rascal Flat say? <laughs> Life is a highway. <laughs> I won't ride it all night long. <laughs> if you're going my way. That wasn't a song I was talking about. Oh. My wish. World spinning faster than it did you. Yeah. Oh. Boom. So naturally, we have more natural disasters. Is our Rascal Flats? Um, <laughs> that is it. Thank you. We should have remembered that just a little bit ago, but we got a good little. Yeah. Are they the ones that God spent a little bit more time on you? No, it's insane, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. It's got the phones. They could. They would have covered the hell out of that song. But yeah, they yeah. should. Are they still together? Rascal, Rascal Flats? No, I think they're doing. Uh, what's his name? Trying to do so. They had a farewell tour. The Titans GM looks canceled. exactly like the lead singer of Rascal Flats. He does. And Gary after, Gary Lavox. Yeah. He was probably crying yesterday again. Yeah, I was going to say he cried after the season, just like the Rascal Flats band did at one second. One of them up. was golfing at Tahoe. I don't know if it was Rascal or Flats, but he's uh, he's pretty it. good buddies All with right. uh, the Chrisleys. I think there was a couple members of the Blowfish here too. You know what I mean? Let's go to the fans. <laughs> was it blow or fish? I believe they're just one entity. Darius a good golfer, huh? Good singer, too. I mean, yeah. He loves to golf, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It was our fault that they called from the course. No, well, that was a week early, I guess. Okay. We'll never get him back on this show. And that was not our fault. No, No, not at all. 
What are we supposed to I don't know, though. He's a huge college football fan. I'm sure he would love watching you on game day. Okay, Cox. Well, Cox needs to start winning some games. They do. Yeah, Rattler looked bad at football. Yeah, mm-hmm. Arkansas is a good team. Hey, old Colby or Coach Pitt. He was okay Sam week Pittman. one. Who? Rattler? Rattler. Yeah. yeah. Georgia State, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Beamer. Oh, yeah. Love Beamer. They That game was a game until Beamer said, hey, Georgia State, we got better athletes than you and block a couple That was your punts. super dog. That was, Georgia They were up 28-21, and then – I'll tell you what, JB had a little clip saying, like, showing some college games. Like, you want to expand the playoffs? You need 12, 16 of these teams? Like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, do we have 12 elite football teams in college? Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Because there's, even in the semis, there's going to be a. Yeah. You could have a thousand teams in there. Like, they're the same couple are going to win. I'm excited for the playoffs, though. I think that'll make everything more electrifying. Yeah, look what happened to some of the top 12 teams this week. Dude, a lot of upsets. It was banana land. I, I think I went over on my picks. Which is good. That's going to happen. You're on next week. Yeah, yeah. West Virginia lost by 13 in an overtime game. Okay, to a team that ain't never start with the record they have right now in Morgantown. So, what's going on? People never know. I never know. I had a bunch of West Virginia people tweet me and say, "Who would ever pick Pitt on your first time or whatever?" Hey, listen, West Virginia people. I'm a coach of the University of Texas men's basketball team. Mm-hmm. Fucking enough, all right? I ain't never been asked to coach a goddamn West Virginia Mountaineers. True. What do you want from me? I'm able to go into Kevin Durant's practice facility mm-hmm. in there with the boys, get some new KDs, shorts, Wide. shirt, Wide. talk Wide. to the team, put up some shots, dap up every coach, get to know them intimately, mm-hmm. tell you that coaching staff. They welcome me in with open arms. I'm a coach of the team. Sorry about it, okay? Love the West Virginia football team. So much that I picked Pitt because I thought people were disrespecting West Virginia because mm-hmm. Pitt got a win over a good West Virginia team, I thought. And they were like, well, Tennessee is going to beat the shit out of Pitt. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pitt has a good win. And reigning AC champion, ACC champions, they just beat West Virginia. We're acting like West Virginia isn't good. So I was actually paying homage to West Virginia by picking Pitt. And instead, I get buried by a lot of people telling me not to come back. And I'm like, well, I haven't. So don't worry. Don't matter. And, and by the way, you need to stop losing by fucking 13 in overtime because that's an anomaly and that can't happen in Morgantown. We need. <laughs> I know. What? I'm not saying it. You coach Chef JB to be the fucking head coach you of see the, him breaking the down Mountaineers. That's what you guys of, were thinking? A lot of rain yeah. out there, man. You know who I was thinking? Who's that? Coach Rod? A guy who had a sideways hat on, up 21 points in the third quarter, fucking furious. (laughs) Yeah. Bring him back. I don't know how that would go. I don't know how either party would see it, but it feels like the tides of Mountaineerland have turned on old Neil Brown. We've been trusting the climb, but the climb has hit a plateau, and they maybe even started doing a little bit of a descent. He's going to have to find that trail back up to the top relatively quickly, it seems like. I'm not sure, but... I can't be losing in Kansas over time by 13. How bad would it be to be a head coach? Think of Marcus Freeman, 0-2 at Notre Dame. Like, yeah, it seems like a fun job right now. 0-3 if you count. Yeah. Did you see how much those schools got paid to to go play? 1.8 million, 1.4 million, I believe. And 1.2 for App State. Yeah. And I love how the internet's just like, thanks for the 1.8 million. (laughs) Here's the L, like burying them. It's like, well, the schools need to fill their schedule, so this is the only way to do it. But that App State squad, they don't blink, dude. They're awesome. There's a redhead with – uh, he paints his face. He got a red beard. Sixty-two or something like that. Sixty-five. Beast. I looked at him. I said, "That guy ain't scared of anything." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy ain't scared of nothing. Going into Texas A and M, that's a huge win, man. Gigantic. SEC. After they just spent a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Jimbo Fisher paid all that money. He lost to half state uh-huh. week two. It's the difference between allegedly, 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 allegedly. Now that I'm a focal 
point of college football. Well, everyone's paying money. I mean, we were yeah. just talking about that with USC. Yeah, yeah. that's how yeah. it works now. <laughs> Let's hit some phone calls here and then uh, maybe a couple more of reactions and then get the fuck out of here for this Monday Night Football game. we got to make our picks. Woo! Uh, this weekend, I want seven and nine, six and nine, seven, eight. seven and eight. Yeah, 15 games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seven and eight, you want six and nine. So tonight could end up a tie, potentially. Um, AJ, you like Denver? Uh, who do you like? I like Denver. I'll take Denver um, at minus six and a half. Yeah, I'll take it. Me too. I won. Oh, come on. Picks. Take the other. Let's try to Good even it up. Guys. Hey, I like those picks tonight. Let's go. I, I won. I won week one. You did one. it. Hey, that one was out. awesome. What it done. One and oh. One and oh. I can change my pick, though, I guess, can I? No, you could double nope. down, though. Yeah, you could take the over and the, the under. Over. I would take the over, yeah. I'll take the over in Denver. Take the oh, over no. as well. Yeah, Pat. Give over. me the over. Pat now that I'm thinking over. about it. Give me the over in Denver. I got it. All right. Lock it in, yeah, for you? Yep. All right. I'll take the over as well. Wow. Yeah, you win pick. this week. It's a good pick. You All right. I love I will, the over. I will say Russ is going to throw. He's going to score two touchdowns. That's not how they stop all the mockery. No, it's just the bets stop on there. I'll win three bets tonight. Thank you, guys. Stop all the mockery. Please, Jesus. Is going to be with Russell tonight. And that's why yeah. it's hard <laughs> not to fit the Denver Broncos in the over. It's going to be a magical Possible. evening. Let's go to some phone calls on a five energy phone line. Let's go to Trent in Iowa. Trent, what's going on, pal? Iowa is rough, I assume, after the weekend. Jeez. Putting up points, aren't they? Yeah. Balling. Punter is. Petrus is a dog. Worst offense in the history of college football. Yo, my ass. Yep, Trent, you are. What's going on? You, it feels like the hey, Iowa nice offense not moving uh, anywhere. <laughs> no, Pat, Pat, I, I'm, I'm going to bash that here in a second. But I'm actually climbing right off of my John Deere. Oh, hell yeah. It. L120 automatic. Oh! Hold the picture, Piece of shit right now. All right. L120 automatic. Oh, it's busted as fuck, AJ, but I'll send you a picture. And that's because that tractor's um, taking another round. Another round. Another round. John Deere just goes nonstop all the time. Yeah, you're damn right, you don't Trent. Fuck around. What a beautiful tractor. Nice um, piece of machinery you got. What do you want to talk about, pal? <laughs> no, if you saw it, you'd laugh because it's pretty busted up. But, uh, no, I just was wondering if. You know, Ty was pretty butthurt about his whole football season kind of going down in the dumps. I mean, how much land you got? Money, <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, I, I, I put him. money on, you know, my cyclones. And I, I told my Most mom. Most 200 was acres of that thing. To 10, and then um, I did, AJ, I'm sorry. And I actually do have a lot of respect for the show. I love the show. Big time fan. Um, I've turned my family and friends onto it also. Oh, no. We actually did <laughs> use post to it on Sirius, but um, it actually, I, I diehard Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh, you Hated mutt. the Green Bay Packers. I love yeah, it. hated the Green Bay I Packers. Skull. This guy, this guy actually, is the worst thing about humanity. Skull. <laughs> Iowa State. <laughs> Drives yeah. John Deere time. I know. It's so the only shredded paper he had is Deere Valor. We've definitely listened to everything he's saying. Hold on. There's no way that the tractor or the piece of machinery he was talking about was this. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, That's the L120. That's looks a hell mean. of a beast. This guy's got a lot of time all by himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. If he's gotten anything other than that backyard that is in the back of that picture <laughs> right there. Is that the same one Zeech's bought? 
Yeah, but Zeke oh, doesn't yeah. live on a two-mile farm, I don't think. Zeke driving around that neighborhood. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. They know when Zeke's coming downtown. That's right. Whoever I'm sure the, neighbor, the neighbors love you, yeah? Oh, yeah. Hey, Zeke. Yeah, a lot, of, up, a lot of those. Nice. Yeah. Tim, someone put Timmy Trumpets oh, on, yeah. on that video. <laughs> <laughs> it was genius. Hey, the Mets are back, I heard. Nice. Are they back? The Mets are back. We're winning the fucking thing. Yeah, don't worry. The Red Sox got the Yankees this week. We're going to sweep the Yankees. The Yankees actually are back. Let me tell you about uh, my football teams. Okay. West Virginia lost by 13 in overtime somehow to a team that they never had a record that they currently have. We're, they're breaking records over there. Sure. Since oh, Mark. Go Mark, ahead. Uh, oh, no. Mark Deshart. He came into the Patterson box. His there. name is fucking Mark Mangino. Thank you. Okay, and don't you dare. Had to whistle on it all the yeah. time. Pittsburgh guys. Had to poop in his shower. Hell yeah! Because his Excuse fucking me? bathroom wasn't wide enough, and he would drop mud cakes. What, is this something he publicly talks about? Yes, this is a well-known fact. Wait, what is it? You mean he poops in the shower on, because he in, wants to? Had to poop in the shower. It may have been like and an mushes un- it down the drain. What do you mean? Yeah. No, I opens it, the drain. It was like an unnamed, I think, GA that came out and said, "Like, yeah, I was fucking cleaning up shits after Mark Mangino. He couldn't take a dump in the bathroom. Guy had to poop in the shower, and this random GA who w- was not named that was the one who was fucking sweeping it up and cleaning it up afterwards." All right. Pooper scoop. Nonetheless, Kansas. There's no way. There's no yeah. way. Dead serious. Look oh it up. yeah, the Kansas that drain would get clogged place. instantly. Oh, yeah, that's what that guy fucking Drano on his belt at all times. Yeah, yeah. all times. You better right. carry a snake to about a 30-foot snake, yeah, too. Well. All right, that was a big-time lunch. Let's get an extra. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so we're going to get some anyways, more Drano. Anyways, nonetheless, West Virginia loses by 13 in overtime at home to a team and never done what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Colts undefeated lead division. So I'm in an interesting spot with the Mets being back Man. as well. Sure. Feels like my teams are really on the up and up. You had a much worse week than anybody. Iowa looks worse than any football team, maybe in D1. Yeah. Lose to Iowa State for the first time in how many years? So it's like 2014, so a long time. Jesus. But which is also what pisses me off is these fucking mutts from Iowa State do this calling and, oh, you, you, you probably brew really butt hurts. Like, you haven't beat us in seven years, you know? And that's why Iowa State people are just the worst of the worst because they act like it's the Super Bowl. And it is. You know, they'll get embarrassed the rest of this year, probably. Iowa stinks. They are so bad. But it's almost nice because at this point, like, I don't have to care anymore. You know, like last year, they kept winning and they went to the Big Ten Championship. So as tough as it was, you could still be like, hey, we're, we're, still, we're somehow still doing it. I don't need to do that anymore. So I'll watch. I'll pay attention. But Jesus Christ, you won't catch me dead watching four hours of that ever again. Tory Taylor. He's fun to watch. Until Spencer Petrus graduates, I will not watch another full Iowa football game. And the Packers will be okay. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Matt in Kansas. Matt, what's going on in the 5 Energy phone line? Go to 5HourEnergy.com. Use promo code MACFITY to receive 10% off your order of delicious 5-Hour Energy shots that'll get you from, huh, to, yeah, I got energy in a matter of one shot. This Hawaiian breeze is worth a purchase. Very good. I had it. Very good. And we are telling you to do this just so they... um, can keep it going. Yeah. We need this in our lives, so if you could help us out and try it, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Matt in Kansas, what's going on, pal? Hey, what's up, Matt? How are you doing? Well, not great. Your fucking football team over there beat us by 13 in overtime in Morgantown. Uh, 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 <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you, Matt. Great call. <laughs> Let's go to Mike in South Carolina on the 500 phone line. What's going on, Mike, on this overreaction Monday, September 12, 2022? Pat, boys, how's it going? Keep it moving. Close. Uh, I live pretty much on Gamecock uh, like campus. Uh, this whole fucking city is about to be insufferable for the next week. All these morons that think South Carolina is going to upset the Georgia Bulldogs. Grow up. Move on. 
dogs by a million. All right, thank you, Mike. Love that guy. That's I got good. a good prediction there. Beamer Ball might play Maybe. play a role in that. Yeah. yeah. Remember what Beamer said last year, though, What's about Georgia. Uh, spread's going to be a lot. 24 and a half. Dude, these college <laughs> spreads are hilarious. Is this team going to win by 45? Oh. <laughs> so Ohio State this week. Seven touchdowns? Oh. Are they going to beat them by seven touchdowns? How many... How many times are they going to have the ball? Well, how many turnovers are they going to be? Oh, ah. Yikes. That's you. These college spreads yeah. are absurd. Like you're counting on them, like, all right, dominating, obviously, and then putting their, their backups in the fourth quarter and their backups scoring, too, to run it up. Like, that's what you're counting on, it feels like. Well, and a couple of defensive scores. Yes. Yeah. You have to have a couple of defensive USC. scores and all the USC, first week they had three pick sixes out of nowhere, but they also gave up drives that were like 84 yards, 64 yards, but they were very opportunistic, which, by the way, superstar-type Ds are like that. Like, mm-hmm. make the big play, give up the routine shit, because the routine shit's potentially boring. I think they're going to shore it up a little bit. They had another, like, four turnovers or something this past week. I mean, they're going to be good. Feels like USC is a good team to bet on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna, they, they might be a wagon for us in the uh, – in the Department of Gambling, because I don't know if we know anything else about anybody that's playing football. That line was super weird. It opened up USC like 11.5-point favorites, and it went off at 7.5. So there was a lot of cardinal action, but they all lost. Well, Andrew Luck was going to be in the building. That's right. Yeah. He had a good speech. He's awesome. He did. He looked energetic. Yeah. looked like he's enjoying the hell out of his life. Yeah. Cowboys. <gasps> he's a guy. Whoa, whoa. Well, you That'd be sweet. He's not in football. Jim Mercy paid him $25 million, so he still have his. Yeah. Easy. Angel Luck's going to be a Colt. He comes back to football, starts getting a <laughs> to snoop around. Unless they want to, you know, trade C.D. Lamb for Andrew Luck, then, you know, maybe you guys oh. can find something. I think we're going to need weapons. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but Jonathan Taylor got the ball. Naeem Pittman Hines. had a big day. That's it. Naeem Hines, yeah. Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. The pick six, or the pick from Jerry Hughes was like, Jerry, who's played <laughs> football for a long, long time, has actually gotten better and better and better and better and better somehow. He was drafted by the Colts. Scheme didn't fit in for whatever reason. Always loved him as a teammate. Always loved him as a human. He goes to Buffalo, dominates, becomes a staple of the Bills. Now he's back home in Houston playing for the Texans, kind of setting a standard. I think he got a little bit of a feel there for a bit. Oh, every ball is going to the Jonathan Taylor. So as Jonathan Taylor releases out for an obvious screen, he literally just dropped back and was like, thank you so much. So I think they're going to have to keep working, but it was a tie. A tie's a tie. Ties a yeah. tie. Co-lead of the division. So what? Get to the dance. Still stupid. Me. Figure it out. Let somebody win. Well, eh, well, I, I'm happy they didn't go with my idea a couple years ago where I was like, put the kickers out there. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> have them trouble. go. Because Hot Rod needs to bounce back in a big way. Two kickoffs out of bounds. Missed 40-some yarder that he sprayed right. Yeah. He'll be back better than ever, I think. Yeah. And at least Carly Ursay is calling the plays that you want and giving it to JT and Wait, not what? just doing stupid stuff. What did he say? I saw that. Saw what? Okay. All right. Carly Ursay had a headset on in the coach's box on the bench. Yes. With a wristband. With a what position? She microphone. With a microphone. Is that called? She gets pushed up. Yeah, but I think the interesting thing here is, like, is that a direct line to the old man, Jim, that's up there? And she's like, what they're saying on the sideline? How come it's not just the earpiece that the backup quarterbacks have? If Carly's calling plays, because after they showed this, the <laughs> offense started really going. Yeah. The Jonathan Taylor train started leaving the station. They came back. They were down a lot. 
Let's go ahead and start the game with their call in place. The wristband looks sharp. The headset looks fantastic. The RSA family's all in, and we're in a lead in the division. We're undefeated. Yeah, okay, it, so stop with the questions. No, not not a question. Like if this is Jim Irsay, you know, overriding. Like does Carly come on when she gets something from Jim? Like hey, actually no, he wants to run this play, and then boom, they're running power with Jonathan Taylor and Big Q pulling. What if Carly hears the play call that's in there? She has to, uh, it's a throw to whatever. And Jim's like, no, brother, get it to Jay Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So she goes, uh, actually, Frank, we need to run 27. Yeah, yeah 27, actually. Oh, she goes right into the headset. What do you mean? She's got a, a, a walkie right to Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, hey, Matt Ryan, actually, everything Frank just said, yeah, 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 scratch that. We're going back to Jonathan Taylor. Pay him too much money, want him to win the MVP. That's, and then she flips that thing up. Yeah. yeah. Go on, boys. And then we start winning. Kalen calling the D. It. I don't know. That's an interesting thing. Is the entire family on the sideline, or is this just Carly's never-ending pursuit of learning football as much as she can? It seems like she's learned it. As soon as yeah. she got into the building, she started like, Hasselbeck would go in there, break down film. Andrew Barry, now GM of the Browns, had a full thing. Carly Orsay has been very much like a, I would like to learn the game. I mm-hmm. want to know the game, which is incredible for the future of the Colts, awesome. for the shoe. Uh, but seeing her on the sideline with a headset and a wristband made me go fucking awesome. Yeah, look at Carly Ursay down there handling business, pal. Yeah, sweet. And they don't need, and you know, they can just have Shaq Leonard call the defense. I mean, shit, yeah. he's good enough. They don't need we anybody need else doing it. We need him back. Yeah, we need. He's him a big back. presence. He's a, his presence is missed. Yes. Last phone call here on the Five Energy phone line. Here on this overreaction Monday. Hey, Blake. how much money? Could the NFL make if they were like NASCAR and you could oh, buy a headset when you walked in and you could listen, you could dial into either team's radio? Could you imagine how pissed all oh, these coaches would be if people had access to what they were saying to each other? Oh my God. They'd be so mad. They'd, we got to deal with this guy hurt, this guy hurt, and now we got the whole stadium listening to what. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Great news. Um, Pepe in Mexico. Pepe, what's going on, pal? Great wow. to have you back. Orale, cabrones! Yeah! Hell yeah! It's been a while. It has been. What's up, Pepe? Hey, it's been a while. Happy new football year to everyone. We are all the way back. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Now, overreaction Monday, of course. Congratulations to the Houston, Texas, for beating the 1972 Dolphins for an undefeated season and winning the AFC South. Wow. You champion gamblers. Wow. You champion gamblers. Did you believe the AFC South will be the worst division in yeah. the NFL? Are we beating the NF- NFC East? Wow. Come on, man. What is this? Pepe, you're normally super positive. The Colts and the Texans might be the two best teams in the sure. league this year. Yeah. You were missing yeah. kicks. We're not catching balls. And we have the daughter of the owner calling the calls. I don't know. May I be a bit concerned? <laughs> Great call, Pepe. We got to chit chat about obviously our sponsor, and then we got to bounce around a little bit uh, with Overreaction Monday on Twitter before we get out of here and get into an incredible Monday Night Football. Today's show what? is presented by Cash App. Boswell hitting the game winner. You guys know what that is? That's, That's money. money. K. York nailing a 58 yarder that would have been good from 70 yards. That's, That's money. money. Carly Ursay calling plays for the Colts and Jonathan Taylor. That's, That's money. When personal finance connects you to both your funds and the stuff that matters. That's, that's money. money. And that's Cash App. You guys uh, know what else is money? What? What's that? So, 
AJ Hawk hanging out and calling plays the Green Bay Packers, maybe. Yeah, Hell that yeah. would be funny. <laughs> money, choosing yeah. your own cash tag, buying Bitcoin or stocks with as little as $1, yeah. being able to handle our giveaways quickly, sending, spending, what? what? Saving, what? what? Investing, spending, what? splitting, what? dipping, donating, gifting, all in a single finance app. That's money, and that's cash app. What you need to do, AJ, because I know that you've asked us a bunch of times about, you know, how do I get cash app? What the hell am I supposed to do? Because you're a buffoon and you don't know how to work (laughs) your phone. Mm -hmm. What you do is you go to the app store on your Apple device or Android. Do you have one of those, AJ? I have an Apple device, yes. Okay, so whether it's your iPad, I don't know if you have an actual iPhone. I could still see it with your flip phone. Do you have Mm -hmm. an actual iPhone? Yes, I do have an iPhone con. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, that's right. You've been in the group chat lately. That was cool Sweet. actually to you know see a text from you still haven't left. But yeah, you can just download it on your phone and use code McAfee for fifteen dollars off and obviously terms apply. Fifteen dollars off? Fifteen dollars, you can get that immediately actually. Shout out to Cash App. Thank you, Cash App. Taking a piss break while an ad read's happening. That's money. All right, let's bounce around the internet with a couple of these overreactions. We appreciate everybody participating on Twitter. It became a number one trend in the United States quickly, and we couldn't do it, obviously, without all of our incredible people that for some reason watch this show day in, day out. It was up to 75,000 concurrents today. Oh. Thank you all so much. That's money. Thank, that it, that yeah, is. That's money. Thank you to Eric Gararduzzi. E. Gararduzzi. Nailed it. Gararduzzi. 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 Yeah. Gararduzzi. Eric Garadoozy. That's a real Garadoozy. That is, isn't it? Uh-huh. Eric with a K, quite a doozy as well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eric uh, Garadoozy doesn't fuck around. No. We appreciate him. He says, BMS, I don't want to overreact, but... but... Put a fork in him. Whoa. The day everyone has waited for, for 20 plus years, has arrived. Patriots are toast. Oh. Possibly in the hunt for number one through number five draft pick next year. They're done. Whoa. Connor, is that an overreaction or is that real? Yeah, it's an overreaction. Absolutely, these first four weeks are going to be tough. But you look at the schedule after we play the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. I mean, you got the Lions, you got the Bears, what? you got, unfortunately, the Colts who Whoa, don't we're undefeated. Whoa. Yeah, but we have a great run defense. Don't so, listen to so, what Peppy said. Don't, yeah, I won't, I won't, but we'll see how that progresses. But no, definitely not dead last year. Start two and four. Can't forget that. You think they stink? You think the Patriots stink, AJ? Nothing positive out of that offense ever, and yesterday was more of that. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Like I, like I always say, you got to give Belichick and them, like, credit for what they have done and what he has been able to do but i just don't know who the, i don't know what they are i really don't we got to put some respect especially we got to put some respect on belichick's sure. name i think we've been doing that but yesterday alarming yeah it was bad their defense is very good only gave up 13 points to tyree kill and waddle and all them and it was the fourth down play but yeah it would definitely have to figure some stuff out only back spasms for the quarterback so that's good that's news good. let's go to the next one uh lars thompson lars Well, hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact, but the Packers can't cover, can't pressure, can't catch, can't block, and can't call plays on either side. AJ Hawk, how how accurate is what Lars said here on this beautiful overreaction Monday? Well, I think we talked about how good the Packers' defense was going to be this year. I still think you don't don't need to worry too much. I think their defense is going to settle down. They'll be fine. I think the Vikings' offense on the turn is very, very good. I really do. And I think the Packers' D will be much better. Offensively, of course, it's, it only can go up from here, right? 
growing pains. Obviously, they scored four more points than they did last year in the opening game, but they had Devontae Adams still last year. This year, who's going to be the guy? Is it going to be uh, Romeo? Is it mm. probably going to be Romeo? Got to protect. Like got to protect and get open, man. Yeah, bingo. I mean, they need Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins back in the worst way, and they did kind of abandon the running game yesterday a little bit. It seemed like Aaron Jones, every time he got the ball, was getting 12 to 15 yards, and he didn't touch it nearly as much, but we'll see. I don't think there's any cause for concern. People will go absolutely apeshit and panic if they don't look very good and they squeak by the Bears on Sunday night. But, I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? It's fucking Raj. A pissed off Raj, full of piss and vinegar. He's going to hold those guys accountable. They'll play better. Packers will be fine. So you think Lars ain't Lars ain't right? I think yesterday that was pretty accurate. But moving forward, no, I think they'll be okay. Let's go to another overreaction potentially from Dom Quintana. <laughs> Zito, point. Quintana there? Yeah. Quintana. Quintana. Dom Quintana. Quintana. At Pat McAfee Show, hashtag oh. PMS. I don't want to overreact, but, but it's time for the Panthers to figure it the fuck out and fire a rule. We've been terrible since he took over. Change is needed. 100, 100. Hashtag keep pounding. This is a pressure year for Matt Rule. They paid him $70 million to leave Baylor and become the head coach there. It's been a quarterback turnstile. Baker showed a little life at the end. The team did yeah. against the Cleveland Browns, who didn't have their quarterback. Jacoby Brissett was started for him. Do we think we give him a little bit of an opportunity? here with Christian McCaffrey in the lineup for a few more weeks? I think so. Like, it, the, the Panthers could have won that football game. If they had won the game, like, say, one play, one extra play happens, they win this game. Are you still freaking out as Panthers fans? Like, people don't realize how slim the margin is. Like, one the one play here, here that way, and you win these games, and then we're either writing a team off or we're crowning them champs off of one game. If you want to crown them, crown them. It feels like the football gods do that. It seems like the teams that are going to be good, they get the good bounces, and the teams that aren't going to be good get the bad ones. The year we won 2-14, and 14, there was nine one-score games. That if a fumble bounces the other way, every single one of those games, which could happen, and you score on it, we win. Much different season. Much much different season. That's where the NFL is. Baker knows he's going to have to win, but that was a tough Browns defense that got overshadowed by mm-hmm. grand juries and $230 million guaranteed. That defense still that defense. Let's continue to overreact around the internet. Here's from Jimmy Kearns at James Kearns. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact. But Big Mike is going to be hanging out in his basement with a bunch of dudes after this season. I alluded to this earlier. If Big Mike McCarthy can't win this season, all eyes are on Jerry Jones to move him out of the seat and put Sean Payton in it. Sean Payton just debuted on Fox. He was great. Gave a couple of nice relaxed takes. Seemed to be doing the rounds this morning on Fox. He said there's a good chance he's going to be back on the sideline. Jerry Jones says Mike McCarthy's the right man for the job. Without Dak for five to six weeks, maybe seven, October, November, Big Mike's in a tough spot. He's going to have to win fucking now, AJ. Yeah, and is Cooper Rush the guy to get him there? I, I, I think I heard Kyle Brandt saying, can Cooper Rush can you go 500 with him, I guess? Win half the games, lose half the games that he started, and then hopefully turn it on when Dak comes back. I don't know if that's – is that their plan, I guess? I seen Cooper Rush play against Josh Johnson over yeah, he did. Kenny Pickett taking on Drew Locke in mm-hmm. the preseason. He appeared to stink at football, but that was preseason football. Now we get a chance to see Cooper Rush with Kellen Moore and that entire offense surrounding him. Maybe he'll be better. Maybe he's a guy. We have no idea. Yeah, and last year when he had to, you know, in, in a pinch, he had to play against the Vikings. I think it was a primetime game, and, oh, yeah. and he, he beat them, so we'll see. But also, with the, how good the – granted, the, the score ended up being close, but with how good the Eagles looked yesterday, it doesn't seem like that's the division – like the Eagles could end up running away with that division. Easily. The dogs of – Philly, 
A.J. Brown, immediate impact. Yeah. yeah. So good. Jalen Hurts, he's, hey, it's all on him. Seems like he and A.J. Brown have a great connection. Defense loses D. Lyman Bennett, I believe. Yeah, uh, Barnett. 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 There, Sorry, Barnett. Barnett. They lose Barnett, so that's going to be a problem. But it feels like all the investments the Eagles have made are going to pay off for them. And Sirianni, I like the way he's operating, yeah. Coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, what we, we, it kind of a layup because everyone going in the game was, you know, t- acting like Dan Campbell was a coach of the year already because he said some funny things on Hard Knocks. I just like to remind those guys, you know, like, hey, I've been here, okay? Like, I am about this life. I am a great football coach. Jalen had, what, like 58 rush yards through like four minutes in the first quarter. I mean, I told him, like, hey, Jalen, I get it, okay? Their defense fucking stinks. You could rush for 250. We don't need you taking all these hits, okay? So we just kind of throw it to A.J. Brown. We got dogs all over the field. Um, you know, yeah, we might go undefeated this year. Foxy, what was it like to watch the dogs of Philadelphia take on the Lions? Uh, they're very good. If Jalen Hurts stays healthy and can run the ball like that, no one will stop him. He was faster than our entire defense times 10. And that's coming from a non-biased Lions fan who is not saying that just because he beat the Lions, they can no one can stop him. Sure. He's saying that because he was watching good football from both sides. Bingo, thank you. Lions made that a game late. There's hope. Yeah. There's hope in Detroit. Yeah, they did. A, a lot of points. Hey. Yeah, I know. A lot of points. Goff threw a pick, I guess. And then he bounced back after that and ran down and scored a touchdown. Who's calling plays? Was it MCDC? I still don't know. Maybe I'm a bad fan for that, but I could not tell. Who's calling plays in uh, New England? At at one point during the game, they had both Matt Patricia and Joe Judge both on the screen (laughs) looking at a play sheet and talking into the mic. So I, I still don't know. So do they not want credit because it's been so terrible or do they just want to fuck with everybody still? TBD going into week two. Let's go around a little bit more around the internet. Trevor Katz at GoBarsoth23. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact, but But. the Bengals were a one-hit wonder team. Fluky run enabled by bad football by their playoff opponents. They won't make the playoffs this year. Interesting take from Trevor Katz because the Cincinnati Bengals looked like shit against an incredible defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were able to make plays in big-time moments. It felt like they were able to get stops. Could have won that game easily a couple different times. If they want to know, it's a different conversation. But allegedly, the story is Joey Burrow sat in his locker for hours afterwards just staring not blinking I feel like that dude's going to figure it out as are the Bengals but a couple situations where Zach didn't challenge other situations where they didn't look prepared got to get that fixed maybe it's a Super Bowl hangover AJ yeah I mean Joey Burrow threw three picks in the first half didn't he yes yeah that's Uh probably not going to happen too often this year and they still were in it had many chances to win this game so I wouldn't be too worried I just hope they can keep him upright I want Joey Burrow to be be healthy because Jamar Chase is just a different kind of human being out there at receiver. One-on-one, four seconds left, Don six. Everybody in that stadium and everybody watching knew exactly where the ball was going. Had one-on-one the previous play, too. Then they, they didn't go his way. Went in the back, guy drops it. Then last play, they send everybody to the left to force Jamar Chase in a one-on-one. And as soon as that ball snapped, everybody's like, all right, is Jamar going to catch this one inbounds or not, yeah. basically? He's fantastic. And I think everybody forgets. Just his second year. Yeah. yeah. And he missed a year of college. Mm-hmm. He is so good at the football. Yeah, oh, I thought he can't catch, right? Because he dropped a few balls in camp. He dropped one. Oh, yeah. So last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, run, he won rookie of the year since then. Dropped so. one yesterday. And oh, he caught that ball in the Super Bowl. But I think, like AJ yeah. mentioned, their biggest concern is just Joe Burrow staying healthy because yeah. conventional wisdom says if he's getting sacked seven times a week, like he's going to get hurt. Had the defensive MVP on the other side. 
Yeah. So true. Yeah. And Cam Hayward. Now they're in the same division as former defensive MVP who might not be out the entire season and Miles Garrett, another defensive MVP. I mean, there's going to be a lot Ravens of those. Can get after them. All year is going to be a lot of those. Ravens. Let's talk about the Ravens. I fucking love that team. I love Lamar. Let's get him the big bag if he stays healthy these next few years, AJ. I sure hope so. I, yeah, he's so fun to watch. I, mean, I saw the clip what he's at a, a school talking to little kids on Monday morning, too, if that yeah. was in mm-hmm. real time, I guess. Yeah, he, it seems like his teammates – Absolutely love the dude because what is he's authentic. He seems like, hey, this is me. I don't care. I'm not putting on any show. I just this is how I view everything. This is how I live. And he's not worried about everything else. And I think that's refreshing to see, especially from a quarterback in the NFL. Mike Tomlin was asked about the game yesterday against Cincinnati, which went down to the final minute in the overtime. Numerous misses, numerous makes. Crazy fucking game. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised by this? You said that's AFC North football. Yeah. He said that's what it, the AFC North quietly, year in, year out, dogs. He said it's hot in the kitchen. Okay, that's the AFC North is hot in kitchen. That's what Tomlin said. He's been there for how many years now? 16? 16. 16 years there. Always going to be battles amongst that team. So the Bengals are going to have to figure it out quick with that offensive line. They're staring down another year with Joey Burrow getting his fucking ass beat, and none of us want that. Yeah, the Bengals thing really worries me because the fact that they spent money. So now what if the front office is like, hey, look, we tried the spending money <laughs> thing. It didn't work. Our quarterback's still getting you know killed. Let's just not spend any more money and save it for ourselves because – Everything that it felt like they added just didn't really add up to anything, at least in the first week. Yeah. Uh, let's do a couple more here. Um, I appreciate everybody that tweeted. Here's Brad Ryder, at Brad Ryder 796 Hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. But Chiefs got in Super Bowl. Mahomes even better now, more elite now. All the talk about them falling off without Tyreek has pissed off the team, and they will burn everyone this year. Watch out, NFL, says Brad Ryder. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. Hashtag PMS Overreaction Monday. We appreciate you hitting all those hashtags. Hopefully everybody saw it and all those different hashtag things. Yeah. Valley's. Mm-hmm. Sure they did. Accurate. I think that's an accurate assessment of what happened with the Chiefs, AJ. Yeah, it's not not much of an overreaction, really, when you think about it. What they they did, what they looked like the old school Chiefs, and they don't have Tyreek Hill. So yeah, I feel pretty good about where they are. I agree. All right, last one here before we get the fuck out of here to watch Monday Night Football. It's from Roy Ooh. Martinez at Ooh. Roy Fist. The Chargers are LA's team this season. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact. But, but, hey, Roy, that might be the case, but it feels like every home game in L.A. is the away team stadium. <laughs> so let's get yep. that fixed, A.J. Yeah, that is uh, that's a bit of an issue, especially when you have, I mean, Justin Herbert, like the throws, every single game he makes throws, they're like, okay, he might be the only person that can do that. Or he, or he and one or two other people on the planet can make a throw like that. And I think uh, we're going to see that every single game. I hope he stays healthy. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah, the NFL actually just posted a video of him stepping up in the pocket, delivering it. Oh, my God. Between two guys' shoulder pads, bam, right in the bucket. Now, similar to the Patrick Mahomes-Travis Kelsey ball, this one just a little bit more on a rope, right to Keenan Allen. Finds Look at the pocket awareness, too, from this dude. He's bigger, faster, stronger than you. He could have ran and picked up six, decided to drop it literally in a bucket to Keenan Allen. He's unbelievable. They're on a rise like this. The Raiders ran into a buzzsaw with that defense and Derek Carr's turnovers. I love watching Herbert play football. Staley seemed to kick the ball a couple times, too. How about it? Yeah, look at him. I mean, we'll, we'll see what he does as the season goes. But, man, just watching that throw over and over again is crazy to think like good luck defenders like okay we're here we're underneath hip pocket doesn't matter like this is 
This dude's going to complete it. How about to him dancing around like comfortably? He's taller than the tackles and the DNs. Yeah. So it's the biggest guy on the field stepping up in the pocket. He would have had one-on-one with the linebacker. Probably would have been able to outrun him or shake him. Instead yeah. says, not let me go ahead and do this thing. <laughs> That's absurd. What a treat we have Thursday night between those two. Oh, Hell yes. I cannot wait. We are lucky for it, just like we're lucky for tonight. That's nasty. Keenan he Allen? held the follow through, too. Yeah, he oh, knew. Yeah. He knew. Uh, we yeah. have a big game tonight. We have a big week ahead. We have Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, Minyana. Oh, yeah. He'll be joining us, as will others. We got a couple Ooh, big time guests. Okay. okay, let's go. We're a packed show tomorrow. We can't thank everybody enough for following us. Um, this has been fun, AJ. I can't yes. wait to get in a new studio. That'll yeah. be a week from now, I think. Okay, sweet. Splatching. Fingers crossed. Ball's back, man. Splatching. We're here. Splatching. We are here. A ton That's- of awesome games yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a good – what a great time of year it is right now. I concur. I can't thank you enough for joining us, AJ. Talks the table, even though your team's let you down. Ah. You guys did not today. Uh, Tone, we got hammered down in about 10 minutes. Yep. Can't wait to watch that and see what we're betting on tonight with Gumpy. I have yet to win a bet yeah. other than the under. Yeah. Tonight's the tonight. Niners-Bears. Tonight, me and AJ, we win. Hell yeah. Let's go, boys. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. I can't wait to watch the whole process tonight. Him walking into this oh, day, everything about it's going to be awesome. Oh, dude, that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. He's <laughs> getting ready. He's always visualizing. Exactly. He's always getting better. Even when he doesn't have reps to take, he's taking reps. Yep. Even when he's not on the field, in his mind, he is. That's how you do it. And if you have the power of mental control to put you into a place that you've never been before, whenever you finally get to that place, you ain't going to be surprised. No, no, nope. no. No. That's a Russell Wilson has been the best at. You know that walk from his house to his Rolls Royce? Yeah. He has done that in his head 2,000 times. Oh, yeah. 2,000. Whenever he breaks that huddle tonight in Seattle, he has actually literally physically broke a huddle in that stadium thousands of times. That's right. In his mind, he's already practiced that first drive 50 to 60 times this morning. Yep. Tonight we ride. Back into Seattle. He's going to cheer for him on the way in. They're going to play video. And then during the game, they're yep. going to remember – this guy wanted out of here years ago. That's right. And they are going to be very rude to him, I think. Oh, yeah. And we hope that is the way it goes because that is what NFL football fandom is all about. Let's not be rude and throw shoes on the field. No. Yeah. Come on, Can't please. Let's not throw any flares onto the field. Uh-uh. Nope. Can't have it. But let's show that Pacific Northwestern fandom. Let's be loud and proud tonight on Monday Night Football. Hell, yeah. And let's ride into a six-and-a-half-point cover for the Denver Broncos. Please. We'll see you tomorrow. There it is. <laughs> He's fucking ready. Yeah, what's up? Is the rest of the team just in practice jerseys too? And he's in. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going shells. He's going full pads, obviously. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> why simulate full pads when he could just? Is that really the case? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I hope they're in shells and he has pants and everything. Yeah. That happened in Monaco, dude. He was doing that in Monaco. Yeah. This guy is a one of one, and we'll get to showcase it tonight on ESPN's Monday Night Football with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman alongside yeah. the Manning cast mm-hmm. that has guests of Saquon Barkley, Joel McHale, and Shannon Sharp. Hell it should yeah. be an incredible Monday. We'll see you tomorrow for the first Aaron Rodgers Tuesday of the season. Yeah. We can't thank you enough. Goodbye.